Bring the ship up to broadcast depth. We're going in. Into the hideouts. Our country is now in the beginning of the Great Regression. Major steps are being taken backwards because those who are afraid have hijacked the government and the media. They fear diversity, creativity, and the questioning of authority. Now, more than ever, it is time to unite in a place where you can still be yourself and the freedom of expression continues to exist. Enter the hideout and be heard. What what what's new? What are you doing, Hefe? Oh, what's new, J Dubs? I'm just hanging out. Welcome to the Hideout Row Radio 104.1. I am El Hefe. That is J Dubs, and this is the Hideout, funniest night show in America and the best nighttime entertainment in Orlando. All you have to do tonight, one simple mission: be somebody. 407-916-1041-888-978-1041, star one zero four one on your singular wireless phone. Pick up your phone, be somebody in the hideout. Uh, that is Chunks, executive producer of the hideout. He uh, is in charge of the AOL Instant Messenger Real Radio Hideout. Uh, Tommy Bateman is the director. Hi. Holds down the talk and roll controls. Whoop, whoop. Hey. And is responsible for the hideout page on Real Radio. That's uh, Gibbs, the unpaid producer. He screens your phone calls at the aforementioned phone numbers. And Matt Albert. Our uh, oversized friend is here as well. So, uh, Matt Albert here on the third mic. He's the show lump. Um, yeah, just literally not much. The lump he, on the breast. That he does. Uh, at some point, probably getting removed. All right, so Dubs, <laughs> a lot that we have going on this evening. Um, first of all, coming up in just about um, 15 minutes, we'll do the Hideout Headlines game show. Woo-hoo. You got the... Uh, you heard the uh, headlines on the Phillips file. Now it's your chance to turn it into prizes uh, coming up in about 15 minutes. So if you want to uh, do that, 407-916-1041-888-978-1041. Also, too, uh, tonight, J-Dubs, we will have uh, Beat Bateman, as Bateman threw out a challenge yesterday to anybody who can beat him in 80s hairband music something or trivia some kind of uh questions or songs songs or anything having to do with it all right so matt albert put together a game show that we're going to do during the hideout door prize blowout coming up here's your first question what is gayer than uh 80s hairbands um anything on chunk's guilty pleasure list Mm. um also two dubs uh we have uh some anti-bullying stories uh, an assignment from Matt Albert. It is Wednesday night, so at 10 o'clock we'll do What's on the Web. Actually, it's an announcement slash assignment from Matt Albert. Okay, very good. I'm looking forward to that. Uh, you don't know about that, do you? No, I don't, and I'm kind of scared. Now You're going to be very excited about it. In the words of Russ Rollins, squirm, bitch. Uh, yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> I love that, by the way. Um, uh, d- we want to talk about the cross burning that happened in Volusia County. We have a couple of stories from that. We have... Uh, Dubs found a Jesus doll, mm-hmm. and the he has the audio from that. So yeah, we'll... there's a Jesus doll out, out on the market that talks. And uh, when I went to go try to price out this Jesus doll, it actually had a little button you could click to hear the phrases Jesus says. Now, after the Hideout Headlines game show, uh, which is coming up in just uh, about ten minutes, 
Um, we'll get your lat tonight is the final night. We're going to get you qualified uh, for the Orlando Harley Davidson MSF Basic Rider Course to take with me the mornings of the 23rd through the 25th. So that is going on. We only have four more qualifications. One of them will go down after the headlines game show, and then the final ones at 8:15, 9:15, and 10:15 tonight. Um, and then we will pull and draw the uh, winners tomorrow. So tomorrow uh, we will announce the three winners who are going to be taking the course with me at Orlando Harley-Davidson. Just excited about that. You're getting everything that you need, all the testing, all the paperwork to walk into the DMV and get it on your license that you are uh, licensed in the state of Florida to ride a motorcycle. So uh, that's coming up uh, in just a little bit. Also tomorrow, too, Dubs, very excited about this. Speaking of our fat friend Matt Albert, um, it's the official meet-and-greet for Matt Albert tomorrow with Chunks at Patty McGee's Irish-American Bar, the hideout happy hour pre-party. Um, Patty McGee's is in Winter Park at 2083 Aloma Avenue behind the Mellow Mushroom. Um, they've got full liquor. Smokers are welcome. Uh, Chunks will be calling in during the 7 o'clock hour because he's there from 6 to 8. Plus, there are all kinds of hideout drink specials as well. So, as well. so that's Patty McGee's um, Irish-American Bar. Uh, from 6 to 8 tomorrow in Winter Park. Get your drink down a little early. Now, we have, uh, do we have a commercial for that? Uh, yeah, I told Chunks to cut a commercial today so uh, we can run that throughout the night and uh, have him you know, kind of push the gig a little bit more, have more people show up and have a big crowd out there for the first time out at Patty McGee's. All right, yeah, cause it's a great bar. Mm-hmm. I, just, I absolutely love the bar. Yeah, we went out there uh, with the Heretics before, and we had a blast. It's very, uh, you know, it's right in that good mid-area of uh, being low-key, but still uh, being uh, out there and a uh, place to have fun as right. well. Um, let's go to Boom Boom in Melbourne. You're in the hideout. What do you got, Boom Boom? Hey there. How are you guys doing tonight? Outstanding. Well, here's the thing. I uh, grew up in New Orleans, mm-hmm. uh, which, of course, is no longer. Rest in peace. Right. And I remember, I remember hairband guys, in the, before they became hairband guys in the 70s, wearing Kiana Nylon shirts that were tied. Mm-hmm. Uh, How gay is that? All right, is that gayer dubs in actual hairbands, the 70s nylon shirts? The Oof. 70s Kiana Nylon <laughs> shirts tied up. Now, they... They didn't tuck them in. They tied them up so that your hairy chest would stick out, but they tied them up. Uh, that is pretty gay. Boom, but boom. I think that's a win. I don't know if you've uh, seen the uh, new uh, the new commercial for the Monster Ballads, the double disc, yeah. and at the end where it says even bad boys have like a soft side, yeah. and it has that really gay uh, 80s rocker winking. It's, <laughs> he, he looks cute enough to make out with almost if... Uh, if I was a little drunk. Hey, do we have that commercial? Um, Chunks' big commercial for the uh, Patty McGee's going on tomorrow? I actually have three versions. I have uh, apparently one with an intro, one without an intro, and then just the raw feed of him screaming into the mic. I think he's going to... I don't even know if he's going to be at now, Patty McGee's tomorrow, because so, he's going to have a heart attack. So Chunks uh, does the voice work, sends it to you to put together. Yeah. How does that work out? Um, You just want to hear what I have to work with? Let's hear the actual commercial first. Okay. Uh, Let me hear the produced, complete promo. It's not even a commercial. It's a promo. Yeah. Let me hear that. 
When it's time to party, we will party hard. Join us, The Hideout, every Thursday from 6 to 8 p.m. at Patty McGee's Irish American Bar for The Hideout Happy Hour Pre-Party. Full liquor, smokers welcome, hideout drink specials from 6 to 8 p.m., $2 hideout hurricane shooters all night. Located at 2083 Aloma Avenue in Winter Park behind the Mellow Mushroom. We'll be giving away prizes every 20 minutes. Prizes every 20 minutes. Come on down to Patty McGee's, have a few drinks, and have a good time with The Hideout Happy Hour Pre-Party. And that is tomorrow. Uh, uh, um, now you always want to end it with Real Radio 104.1. Yeah, okay. With the hideout and Real Radio 104.1. Be somebody. Be somebody with us. That'd be that'd be nice. The taglines. But okay, so that's the produced. What did he send you raw? Uh, I'm just gonna play it. Okay. Join us, The Hideout, every Thursday from 6 to 8 p.m. at Patty McGee's Irish American Bar for the Hideout Happy Hour pre-party. All right, now, Bateman, wh- he's doing like a whole like voice thing, right? I mean, what is he doing? I don't know. It sounds like he's flexing his lips as he talks. <laughs> <laughs> it's a flexion. When you're, when, you're, when you're talking into the mic chunks, are you hulking out when you're doing it? Like sitting there um, really trying to act buff or... I play oh, with it. Oh, yeah. Get out to Patty McGee's. Way to play it with the music. Yeah. <laughs> For the hideout happy hour pre-party. Full liquor, smokers welcome. Hideout drink specials from 6 to 8 p.m. $2 hideout hurricane shoes all night. Located at 2083 Aloma Avenue in Winter Park behind the Mellow Mushroom. We'll be giving away prizes every <laughs> 20 minutes. Now, so, all right, hold on. Now turn the music off for a second, because this is what he just sends you dry, right? Yeah. All right, one more time, play it through. Chunks, are you proud of what? Are you proud of your work? Uh, I guess not. I guess it was bad. <laughs> I, I don't know why you just can't uh, deliver it fairly normally. I, I was trying, you know, to make it interesting. I was trying to make it interesting. All right, hey, hold on a sec. Speaking, Mo. Let me try it again. It's like he's dubbed over, like, in some uh, <laughs> yeah. kung fu movie. All right, let me try this. Hold on. Join us, The Hideout, tomorrow at Patty McGee's. Why do you have to put any voice on at all? Why don't you just be Chunks? Well, join me. Uh, hey, join me, Chunks, tomorrow at Patty McGee's. No, you're still putting on some kind of... You're doing some sort of... your uh, affecting your voice. All, all right, right, hold on, hold on. No, then. shut up. I want to hear what you... Uh... Join us, The Hideout, every <laughs> Thursday from 6 to 8 p.m. at Patty McGee's Irish American Bar for the Hideout Happy Hour Pre-Party. <laughs> for the Hideout Happy Hour Pre-Party. Full liquor, smokers welcome, hideout drink specials from 6 to 8 p.m., $2 hideout hurricane shooters all night. Located at 2083 Aloma Avenue in Winter Park behind the Mellow Mushroom. We'll be giving away prizes every 20 minutes. 20 minutes. That sounds like so, a question. Every 20 minutes? Every 20 minutes? Come on down. To- That's why I had to do like this that weird lower effect to kind of make it sound like it flowed a we'll little We'll be giving better. out prizes every 20 minutes? Patty McGee's right? have a few drinks and have a good time with the hideout. <laughs> All right, already Happy I will. Stop party. yelling at me. <laughs> sorry about that. <laughs> was that in the actual? Th- or was that you? I am sorry about that. I'm sorry about that. Join I'm... us, the hideout. <laughs> Join us. Join us, the hideout. Join us, the hideout. Every Thursday from six to eight p.m. Were you taught Patty English McGee's by Bruce Irish Lee? American I just Paul. try, you know, I try to be, uh, you know, inflection. Sounds like he was, you know, promoting a monster truck rally or something. Sunday, Sunday, Sunday. 
You want me to uh, uh, join, join us? Why don't, you just, why don't you just go ahead and go over the time and go Thursday, 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 Patty McGee? Because that would be stupid. Why don't you play this underneath it the whole time? So it does sound like you're uh, kind of doing some kind of subtitles. Like you're dubbing over. All right. Well, there it is. Hey, what are we promoting? Uh, Pat. Patty McGee's for the Hideout Happy Hour pre-party. Yeah. Stop yelling at me. I want. I just want to go and have a good time. Patty McGee's. Hmm? Every twenty minutes. Chunks. What? Join me. <laughs> Who? For the Hideout Happy Hour pre-party. All right. All oh, right. see now I know because that was informative. <laughs> Take a break. Join us, the Hideout. <laughs> all right. All right. I'm gonna hear that in my nightmares. But do go out. And at least see Matt Albert. Meet and greet Matt Albert and welcome him to Central Florida. Matt Albert? And it's going to be a great time at Patty McGee's Irish American Bar in Winter Park. Time to play the Hideout Headlines Game Show. Win prizes now. Prizes? 407-916-1041-888-978-1041. It's the Hideout. Phone numbers? On Real Radio. 104.1. All right, time for you to call now with some prizes. It's Real Radio 104.1 and the Hideout Headlines Game Show brought to you by the Wholesale Furniture Market. Complete bedroom sets from $8.99. Armoires over 50 in stock starting at $2.99. Wholesale Furniture Market with over 40,000 square feet of quality home furniture at 50 to 70% off. Wholesale Furniture Market, State Road 436 in Cassaberry next to Sam's Club. 407-332-1314. Call now to be a winner. Also coming up after the headlines game show, the first qualification of the night, and tonight is the last night, we'll get you qualified for the MSF Basic Rider course with Words. me at Orlando Harley Davidson. It's the Hideout Real Radio 104.1, the Hideout Headlines Game Show. Welcome. Welcome. Welcome to the Hideout Headlines Game Show. Game Show. Answer questions on what's in the headlines. Local, national, world, sports, and entertainment. If you guess right, you win big. Big. Now here's your host, Skid. Fathead, go big. Real big. All right, here we go. Hideout Headlines Game Show. Um, five categories, true, false, multiple choice, fill in the blank. Your host is the unpaid producer, Gibbs. You calling me a fathead? And um, let's roll with it. First up is Nathan in Orlando. How you doing, buddy? Good. All right, here we go. War, uh, which category would you like? Uh, local. Now here's local with Gibby. All right, Nathan, local is true or false. The discovery of a clan leader photograph with the letters KKK scrawled on it in the yard of interracial of an interracial couple in New Smyrna Beach, Florida, has prompted an FBI investigation into the apparent hate crime the hideout has learned. True or false? I'll go true. Uh, that is false. It was actually a burning cross, not a burning photo of a clan leader. Uh... Out of way to trick him up a little bit. Good job, Gibbs. Opens up a phone line for you, 407-916-1041 and 888-978-1041. We'll reserve comment because we're going to yeah. actually talk about this in depth. Yeah, we have the audio for it, and uh, it's, it's fairly interesting. Here in about 10 minutes. Um, big thing. Nice to see uh, we've come a long way, and mm-hmm. the dream is alive. Oh, it's 2006. Yeah, oh, I'm sorry. I thought it was 1966. My bad. Let's go to... Jason in Sanford, World National Sports or Entertainment. What would you like, Jason? Let's go National. Right, here's National Gibbs. All right, National is fill in the blank. Um, blank knocked out power to hundreds of thousands of customers in the Northeast today and, re- and wreaked havoc for commuters. A blizzard. Uh, it was actually high winds. 
High winds knocked out. Did you go to the Chunk School of, what did he call it, inflection or yelling? Radio yelling? I, you know, vocal cords felt a little tired. I I have no idea what you're trying to do. All I know is I had to turn down my volume whenever you talked in my headphones. Good job, movie phone guy. Hello, get a fat head. (laughs) Uh, Let's go to uh, Bob in Kissimmee. Bob, you're next up in the Hideout Headlines Game Show. World Sports or Entertainment? What would you like, Bob? Uh, give me entertainment. Here's entertainment. All right. Fathead. Entertainment is multiple choice. The giraffes and other exotic animals Michael Jackson has kept at his Neverland Ranch are not being blank. Federal officials have concluded. A, fed. B, treated for illness. C, mistreated. Or D, cleaned. C. C. C, yes, mistreated. You are correct. All right, so that whole story that was put out then was false about the animals getting mistreated over there. Yeah. Well, what, what the uh, story before was uh, animal rights groups were asking them to go in and check on it because they thought that they may have been some mistreatments going on, and when they went in and looked at it, there was no mistreatment. So, hmm, so they were lying. They weren't lying. They just... Uh, they wanted an investigation. They got it, and they found out there was no mistreatment. Okay. 407-916-1041, 888 go to uh, Travis in Melbourne. You're next up in the Hideout Headlines game show. World or sports? What would you like? I'll take sports. I hear sports. All right. Sports is true or false. Carolina defensive end Julius Peppers was one of seven players to miss practice today as the Panthers prepare to play Seattle in the NFC Championship. True or false? I'll say true. Yes, sir, you are correct. That is true. So, yeah, that, uh, that Panthers team's looking a little bit flimsy because they haven't been able to really get all their players in for practice because of the injuries. And Well, that'll probably save us, uh, spare us the upcoming Denver-Carolina Super Bowl then, right? At least we'll get Seattle. Denver. Yeah. I wouldn't mind. Uh, you know, either of the NFC teams I wouldn't mind seeing going to the championship. I just do not want to see... Those damned uh, Pittsburgh Steelers going in. By the way, I do have more audio, just real fast. Remember I was worried mm-hmm. that somehow the boss was going to talk to that clown who had the heart attack, yeah. the Steelers fan? Uh, they did. <laughs> and I have clips from that. So I'll play that for you uh, as soon as we're done with the game. A show. little exchange from Bettis to the Steelers fan that, uh, that yeah, had that, the heart attack. When he fumbled. <laughs> uh, let's go uh, wrapping up uh, Goober in Cocoa Beach. You ready, Goober? I'm ready. All right, you are left with world news. All right, Goober, world is true or false. British police have foiled a plot to kidnap Prime Minister Tony Blair's five-year-old son, Leo. The Sun newspaper reported today. True or false? Oh, that has to be false. No one would want to do that. That is true. Someone did want to do that. I like how he's real decisive, though. Did want to do that. (laughs) What was that? (laughs) Um, All right, Gibbs, nice job with the Hideout Headlines game show. Really? Not really. It was. Uh, I think you picked the worst stories that were out there for some reason. And the worst uh, delivery. Right. All right, take your fat head back and answer the phones and have Chunks go into his cage because I want to play those Steelers clips. You calling me a fat head? 407-916-1041, Dubs, are, are the games on Saturday or Sunday this week? I believe it's one and one. Yeah, so right. there's one on Saturday and one on Sunday? Yeah. yeah. Are they 4:30 games? They're usually, uh, yeah, the uh, later games for because they don't want like the West Coast to get uh, upset because the game's on at 8 a.m. for them, you know. So they usually will put them on at 4:30. I believe both of them are on at 4:30. All right, 4:30 games over the weekend then. Now we were talking um, yesterday. We've talked extensively about our hatred for the Steelers. Mm-hmm. And hey, chunks, was there any further backlash from uh, from the boys on the Burke show? 
mad at us? Yeah, I guess Stedman said, you guys just wait, whatever that means. <laughs> All right. Yeah, I know, exactly. Steeler Nation's going to come smacking us down. And, right. and then Cabin Boy's like, yeah, I just uh, just refused to listen. Wait, who's Stedman? Stedman's the one that sits where you sit. Oh, I thought that was George Clooney. No. Are you sure? Although I will one say, of them has a baby. Stedman is a handsome guy, so maybe he is. He's the next Clooney. So, all right, here, um, Mo. Here is again the guy Terry O'Neill, who had the heart attack when the bus uh, fumbled. But whenever Jerome fumbled, I just uh, blacked out and fell backwards, and I happened to be in our Chuka's <laughs> bar, and it's a place that's frequented by a lot of firemen and paramedics, and I was in the right place at the right time, and these guys saved my life until the uh, paramedics could take me to the hospital, and uh, I'm, in, I'm doing really well now, but uh, I just want to give my best to Jerome and the Pittsburgh Steelers. He's carried on the tradition since Franco... Harris and Rocky Blair, and I think the world of them. I listened to the gravy in his throat. And if you, he was uh, prone to heart problems before, right? Why would you go to a bar, smoky as all hell, drinking, drinking? If you've had heart problems, I'm getting this from the Swami. Both games are on Sunday. The AFC Championship game is at three on CBS. NFC game is at six thirty. There should be some overlap then. Oh, wow. That's a lot. Um, okay, now, I guess this was on a radio show, so th- the guy who was laughing? That was Jerome? It was Jerome. Yeah. So this is the exchange between Terry O'Neill and Jerome Bettis. Jerome, go How ahead. Doing? I'm doing uh, just fine, Jerome. I'm in good hands, and uh, the captain's I just want to say to you, I had the heart attack not because you, you made a fumble, I, I, I just didn't want to see a lose that way. I think that much of you. <laughs> I, I really appreciate that. I just want to tell you to get well, and we got another uh, tough one this week, so uh, you might not want to watch. <laughs> oh, no, no. I am going to be right in front of the TV, and I'll be watching you, and I know you're going to win. The Steelers are going all the way. I hope he dies. <laughs> I hope he dies. I hope that is the lead story on Monday morning that this fat bastard died. How much How much do you want just to see, like, a tie game with 20 seconds left, field goal, set up for the field goal, like, from 20 yards away, and he boots it? It would be great. I, whatever it is, I want it to be close and for the Steelers to lose, just so this guy strokes out. I want it to be the, like, the most sitting-on-the-edge-of-your-seat game ever. Right. All right, play that clip one more time, because now I have a theory about Steelers fans. Jerome, go ahead. I'm doing uh, just fine, Jerome. I'm in good hands. And uh, I just want to say to you, I had the heart attack not because you you made a fumble. I I just didn't want to see you lose that way. I think that much of you. (laughs) I I really appreciate that. I just want to tell you to get well. And we got another uh, tough one this week. So, uh you might not want to watch. <laughs> oh, no, no. I am going to be right in front of the TV, and I'll be watching you, and I know you're going to win. The Steelers are going all the way. <laughs> no, they're not. All right, here's my comment to you. More than any other fans in the NFL, do you think Steelers fans would be the more most likely to commit a gay act on a Steeler? <laughs> <laughs> the way they fawn over the bus and this Roethlisberger 
and Coward, do you think they'd be willing to get pumped by either one of those three in order to get a chance? Like, legitimately, every year, they'd be willing to slap on the lube and go at it. I'll tell you what, I'm not gay. I'm a man's man. I work in a steel mill. But Coward, I'll take a mustache ride if I can get a championship out of you. Just take us to the playoffs. (laughs) Take us to the promised land, and I'll take you to the promised land. 10-4, good buddy. If we win it all... I'll be a good girl. <laughs> Gulp her down. Maybe after a few years, we'll get up to three fingers. <laughs> One finger for each playoff win. I'm convinced of a it. fist for the Lombardi. <laughs> I, I'm convinced. I'm convinced that more than any other fan, Steeler fan, would do a gay act. I'll suck on that chin. Come on, coward. It's the Hideout Real Radio 104.1. County family tells West 2 News it can't believe what it found on the front yard on Martin Luther King Day. A burned cross with a hateful and racist message written on it. West 2 Shannon Fitzpatrick now is live in Volusia County. And Shannon, what happened here? Well, today Volusia County investigators hope to find out a lot more about this very disturbing case. A cross set on fire in front of a home in Osteen and, as you mentioned, Tom, all on Martin Luther King Day. Now, the three-foot cross was burned with the letters KKK scribbled on the cross. The victims are an interracial couple. She's white and her husband is black, and they have a 14-year-old son. They don't want to be identified, but they do hope the case is solved soon so that they can move forward with their lives. They say it's an especially sad situation for their son. I think they're hurting me. But all they're doing, all I think they're trying to, they're accomplishing, is having a 14-year-old boy look at a white race and think, you know, they're all against them. And I, I, that doesn't do much good for the future. We really uh, have just begun to investigate this. Um, obviously, this is something that we take very seriously. Uh, this is extremely disturbing. There's no place for this sort of thing uh, in today's society. And again, investigators hope to get a lot more information on this case today. Now, according to the Attorney General's Office, Volusia County had the highest number of hate crimes in Central Florida in 2004 with 18 hate crimes reported. Now, if you have any information about the hate crime in Osteen, you are urged to call the Volusia County Sheriff's Office. Reporting live in Volusia County, Shannon Fitzpatrick, West 2 News, Sunrise. All right, welcome back into the Hideout Road Radio 104.1. By the way, congratulations to John Jeffrey of Lake Mary, qualified for the MSF Basic Rider Course at Orlando Harley-Davidson. Three winners will be drawn tomorrow of all the qualifications. Uh, only three more chances to get qualified, and that's tonight at 8:15, 9:15, and 10:15. Whenever you hear that sound, or to call in. All right, 407-916-1041-888-978-1041. Dubs? Yes. Didn't realize Volusia County, uh, hideout huge in Volusia County, 18 hate crimes last year in one county. And that includes the uh, cross burning on MLK Day. You know, I I can respect a, a well-placed racial uh, joke. I can I can actually because uh, that's what you made your living on. Yes, but uh, when it goes to the point of uh, people taking a cross, putting it in someone's yard, lighting it on fire, trying to drive them out of their community, I think there's a a, a problem in Central Florida with that still going on. Uh, 
Especially if it doesn't have a punchline. No. I mean, yeah, you know, if it was like, you know, if there's some funny joke written on it, yeah. like, like uh, knock, knock, and you flip it over, and it, you know. Get you know, out. <laughs> knock, who's there? A guy telling you to get the F out. Right. <laughs> All right, our buddy Bobo says, luckily most racists are too stupid to figure out how to construct a Jewish star to burn. That's true. You never see the Jewish star being burned. I no. guess it doesn't have the. And I don't, what does the uh, burning cross even mean? Like, what's. What is the meaning behind it? I think the fire means purification of something, like getting out of the. So you're cleansing yeah, Christians. I mean, it, it, it seems like a, the worst thing in the world to burn. You know, like if you were, and they find their they they have their whole thing is based on some Christianity type belief, and so, they're yeah, sitting why? there burning a cross, which seems like that would be the worst thing to do if you're a Christian. Yeah, it, yeah, it seems like the last thing, but you're right, because sometimes a lot of these white supremacy groups are kind of deep-rooted. Well, especially uh, the KKK. They have a... They, they, How do you know? They, and where were you on Monday? You said um, you slept I went to in. Home Depot, got some wood, some nails, uh, matches, and then I went home. I was home. Hmm. I was home with them. Mhm. We changed the sheets too. Mhm. Yeah, we uh, we replaced the white ones with uh, brighter white ones. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Bleach. Picked up bleach too. All right, now Dubs, you also got a, got the story from Local Six. So that was Wesh's story. You want to play the one from Local Six? Yeah. Right, All right, let's play that. You got it, chunks. Got to figure it out back there. The FBI is investigating a possible hate crime against a local couple. Someone set a cross on fire in front of their house. On the cross, the letters KKK written in black. And tonight, the family is fearing for their safety. Tark Minor is live in New Smyrna Beach. Tark. Well, the victim of this hate crime believes that someone in this New Smyrna Beach neighborhood is responsible, leaving behind a burning cross because they're an interracial family. It's not the first time Candy Renee says she's been victimized by racists. Only this time they left this burning cross in the family's front yard. KKK, three case in a row. And it was burned, charred from the top, part of the middle, and then some of the bottom. Renee, who's German, said someone left the cross behind after screaming out obscenities and honking their horn along this road. She's convinced she's being targeted because her husband's black and their 14-year-old son mixed. I'm not scared of them whatsoever. I'm disgusted with them. I'm not scared of them. There's nothing they can do to scare me. It's uh, it, My problem is how is my son going to grow up and what is he going to think if this is all he sees from that side. There is absolutely no place in society for this type of incident. And, uh, <clears throat> you know, we, we don't legislate what people think and feel and believe in their hearts, uh, but this is not free speech. Agents with the FBI are assisting sheriff's deputies in this investigation, arriving at the family's house today to follow up on leads. This makes me furious. It doesn't make me sad. It just makes me furious. It's um, People need to get educated. They're so uneducated out here. Ouch. What can you do? Call them I mean, out. The only thing you can do is call the, the, the deputy out. Sheriff's deputies say they've been called to this neighborhood multiple times for disputes between the victim of this hate crime and her neighbor. Of course, investigators are looking very carefully at this neighborhood. 
in New Smyrna Beach. I'm Tarek Miner, Local 6. All right, now, uh, wow. Now, she, you're right. She went out on the limb. Yeah, she's calling them uh, idiots. Which she's they saying, are. I'm not, I'm not afraid of you, oh. which I, I can uh, I can respect. I think that's a good call. I Yeah, because it's so true. I think that's the first time a German has, has ever called out someone else for being, for being racist. racist. Right. <laughs> I'm not afraid of you because I got a couple of you in my family. I know what you're like. <laughs> um, all right. Our buddy Garrett from the Band of Rationals says, that's not a cross. Uh, it's a T for tolerance. <laughs> and that's what they're burning. They burn a T. Uh, Mark in Lake Buena Vista, you're in the hideout on Row Radio. What do you got, Mark? Yeah, Jacobs was saying that it seems like the the strangest thing for Christians to burn a cross, but it's the most logical thing for idiots to burn it, you know? I mean, yeah. but anyway, from what I heard was um, that they burn it because they're supposed to be showing you that the power of God is, uh, that God is angry at you for, you know, for stepping out of your race. And okay, I can... You got I, belong, God's angry. And, I can see... If a burning cross just appeared on your front lawn right. and saying that's God's right. will, you know, showing that he's angry. But when someone puts a cross together, puts it on a lawn, sprays fluid all over and lights it up, I think God pretty much has his hands clean on that You're one. You're right. You figure he'd just find a tree and have some lightning hit it, and yeah. then bam, you got a cross on fire as opposed to having to go through all that trouble. Uh, well, you know you get revenge on those guys, right? You just you just go and put extra starch in their seats. They can't walk around. <laughs> yeah, it makes it tougher. Thank you, Mark. All right, four zero seven nine one six one zero four one triple eight nine seven eight one zero four one. All right, Burn Trail says they put a burning cross. It was supposed to be it's a boy stork <laughs> that was in the front lawn. It's the Hideout Real Radio one zero four point one. All right, welcome back into the Hideout Real Radio one zero four point one. 407-916-1041-888-978-1041 and star-1041 if you have a singular wireless phone. Um, We played a couple of stories, one from West 2 and then the other one from Local 6 about the cross burning mm-hmm. that happened in uh, Volusia County. Was it New Smyrna Beach where it happened? Or yeah, New Smyrna, yeah. Uh, let's go to Lincoln Altamont. What do you got, Link? Hey, what's up, man? I just listened to the, your guys' uh, story about the uh, cross-burning, and then you played the clips from 2 and 6. Uh-huh. On Channel 2, the reporter said they didn't want to mention the name uh, that the uh, family wanted the name withheld. Mm-hmm. 6, they mentioned the name straight on. I didn't and, even, and they showed the lady, too. I didn't even catch that. Now, here's the thing, though. I pulled mine was from uh, Wesh.com early in the morning. So maybe throughout the course of the day, because you yeah, got yeah, I got mine during the five o'clock. Maybe during at some point in that time, they just decided. You I know just what? Thought, I thought it was kind of weird. That's no, all. So no, that's cool. That's a good get catch because I didn't even catch that whenever uh, we were playing them. Thanks, Link. We're trying to figure out what the uh, burning cross thing is. And I, I, I'm willing to put good money that the actual KKK has nothing to do with this. It's just some kids between the age probably 16 and 19 uh, that think they are, you know, think they have the world figured out. And they're gonna make their mark by starting a cross on fire, and now they have the FBI on their ass. <laughs> yeah, and you know you get busted. Mm-hmm. It's, just, it's not really, it's not put up with. There's too much pressure now. Yeah, you you really can't get away with any of that kind of stuff anymore. And I know, uh, as you say that, you wipe a tear away from your eye. I'm like the Indian picking up trash on the side of the road. <laughs> uh, Native American. What? Engine. Frank in Orlando, you're in the hideout. What do you got, Frank? Yeah, I just want to tell you what the actual cross burning thing is. Mm-hmm. Okay. It's, uh, they, they're trying to sanctify or clean the cross like uh, the fire By purifies it. it. 
Oh, okay. So I guess they were trying to clean the neighborhood. Wow. Yeah. That's quite a stretch. Uh, that's, yeah, that's that's quite a stretch. How do you know about this, Frank? Did you do it? Discovery Channel. Okay, fair enough. Good oh, yeah. Good answer. Uh, and the meetings. Uh, thank you, Frank. Appreciate it, bro. No problem. 407-916-1041. I got some literature at home that says... Uh, that's why we do it. Well, I mean, that's why they do it. And then I flipped over to uh, the History Channel and watched 15 hours on Hitler. <laughs> uh, let's go to Andy Napopka. What do you got, Andy? I'll run in a patch. Hey, what up, Yo, dude. Hey, did you notice that second newscast? They, they were kind of doing their own little story there. They were like, and tonight they're fearing for their safety, and then chick gets on there, I'm not scared of them. Yeah. Oh, I didn't even notice yeah. that. On yeah, the, play it back. On yeah. the local six scared. one? Right, right, when the, right at the beginning, they say they fear for their safety, and then uh, she says, uh, I'm not afraid of them. They can't scare me, you know? Oh, wait. Right. I, you know what? That's it. All right, we're going to have to play that again. Thank you, Andy. Uh, All right, um, Chunks, can, do, you, yeah, you, you have it ready? All right, go ahead and play the whole thing. Now i gotta, now I got to pay closer attention. The FBI is investigating a possible hate crime against a local couple. Someone set a cross on fire in front of their house. On the cross, the letters KKK written in black. And tonight, the family is fearing for their safety. Tarek Minor is yeah, live in New safety. Smyrna Beach. Tarek. Well, the victim of this hate crime believes that someone in this New Smyrna Beach neighborhood is responsible, leaving behind a burning cross because they're an interracial family. It's not the first time Candy Renee says she's been victimized by racists. Only this time they left this burning cross in the family's front yard. KKK, three Ks in a row, and it was burned, charred from the top, part of the middle, and some of the bottom. Renee, who's German, said someone left the cross behind after screaming I, I out like, obscenity. I, I, yeah, I don't know. I don't understand why they have to point out the German. Is or it why, just for the irony of it, or <laughs> or why she had to say KKK three Ks in a row? Well, I mean, so you know, I mean, she did have a cross burning in her front yard. I, I know, think. but it's just, you know, kind of. Right. I, I, we got the point with B. Okay, know. all right. Stop dissecting her. I'm not dissecting her. Now, the other thing, though, is that uh, it, that's odd is right of the pointing out of, uh, hey, guys, you got one of yours. Uh, you got a German. You know yeah. what I mean? That <laughs> yeah, whole like, thing. Hey, uh, you... Uh, this is this is one of your supporters here or something, you know, and it's right. totally not true. And, and then she's not, but, I mean, the yeah. whole thing is... Uh, uh, and she's German. Odd. Odd. What's the point of that? He's in honking the horn along this road. She's convinced she's being targeted because her husband's black and their 14-year-old son mixed. I'm not scared of them whatsoever. <laughs> I'm disgusted. I thought they were fearing. I'm not scared of them. Right. That, that's you're right. That's such a contradiction. That's they, such a you know they had to uh, spice the story up a little bit. They can't say you know uh, yeah the lady got a crossburn, but she's not afraid. Yeah, they had to, she's fearing for her life. This is a big story. And now you should fear, too. <laughs> Could you have a cross burn tomorrow? Hell, with the hideout off-campus housing with me and Matt living in one place, I wouldn't doubt it. Yeah, I'm taking carpentry uh, uh, lessons right now. Uh, wow. Let's Good one. Go to Shut up. Ah, uh, oh, come on. That's he's had one. He's had. He's a little tired. The big bear's tired. All right, we'll go to Bong Swap, Matt. What's up, buddy? Hey, how you guys doing? Man? All right, brother. Hey, I was just gonna comment on uh, the racism in Florida. Right. Like, you don't see it as much in the city, but any of these little hick towns out here, you see it. On Nostein, there's uh, two gas stations, and one of them 
It's all like low riders. They got couches out front. <laughs> the other one's all full size Tonka toy pickup trucks. Oh wow! Rebel flags flying the whole nine yards. I'll tell you what. Any small town that you go in in the United States, really, most of them there's some kind of racism going on. If you're in the South, if you're in the West, oh, if yeah. you're in the North, it and, doesn't matter. And you know what's funny too is that a lot of times, like any movie or scary movie, it's always pulling into a a hick gas station, and that's the beginning of the end. I'll tell you what, it's frightening in real life. Oh, absolutely. You never know what you're going to run into when you walk into one of those. Hey, Bunk Swap, Matt, you guys got a gig tomorrow. Where are you guys going to be? We're going to be at the AKA Lounge. We're actually playing for uh, Native Noise 101.1. Nice, for the sister station, uh, Real Rock. Kick ass. Keep it in family. All right, cool. And that's after. Now, I know you're going to come out to Patty McGee's from 6 to 8 and then go do your show. So that's badass, man. We... Uh, I'm just trying to keep running around doing it all. Appreciate it, Bonk Squad. Good luck tomorrow, man. Uh, 407-916-1041, 888-978-1041. All right, let's go to Greg and Lady Lake here in the hideout. What do you got, dude? Yeah, it's just, um, see, I'm kind of like, uh, you know, my all my ancestors and stuff, they are all been KKK as long as. You know, I can Bragger. record back myself. <laughs> right. And, you know, from what I've understand from them and what I've, you know, kind of put together over the years of just, you know, you know, hearing things like this, cross-burning and everything, and, you know, they try to be so religious about their way of being when every, every symbol they have and everything they do is based upon, you know, um, Satanism, you know? Uh, the the white robes, you know, that goes all the way back to the, you know, the the you know the druids and stuff and yeah, the robes, the robes, you know, the robes do kind of resemble some kind of satanic ritual, right? Yeah, it's just you know, and for these people, you know, I, I mean, I like to hear some of these, you know, actual KKK people call in, you know, like I said, my family goes <laughs> back, you know, to Tennessee, you know, Georgia, Alabama, you know, all, my whole family's KKK, you know, what I'm saying, you know. I mean, strong into it, you know. My my grandpa, he was best friends with the the Grand Marshal out of Cahokia, uh, Michigan. Now, now it I'm does saying? sound like you're bragging. Now, Cahokia. <laughs> it's not that I'm bragging. It's just that. Cahokia you know, is two miles from where I live, it, by the way. So Seriously. It, it's so strong in my family. That, right. And, and, you know, it makes me feel bad that, you know, that I feel that I come from like a, a satanic cult, you know, that no. I was... You know, I was lucky to have a mom like I did that separated herself from that family. Absolutely, Greg. I, I appreciate the phone call. we got to move on, but thank you. And turn your family on to the hideout. I think they'll love it. <laughs> hey, i got a show that you should listen to. Uh, it's this guy, El Jefe, and they have this real big, fat black guy who uh, also... I, and gotta, I know where they live, so... <laughs> All right, we got, a K- we got a KK guy, a KKK guy calling in. Aww. We're three Ks? Three Ks, not the two that I okay. just said. All right, hi, Dad, on the air. What name do you want to go by? Uh, I don't want to go by one. Uh, Greg told me to call in. And, uh, yeah, you, you wanted to call in and talk about the KKK? I just heard Greg uh, ask me to call in. Yeah, he said for KKK people to call in. Hmm. Okay, um, hold on a second. Where are you going? Yeah, what the hell is going on? What? Nothing? Seriously, what's going on? I just have to make a phone call. Go back to your show. Have fun. Anyway, uh, yeah, Greg told me to call him. All right. It's the Hideout Real Radio 104.1. We as black people, it's time. 
It's time for us to come together. It's time for us to rebuild a New Orleans, the one that should be a chocolate New Orleans. And I don't care what people are saying, uptown or wherever they are. This city will be chocolate at the end of the day. This city will be a majority African-American city. It's the way God wants it to be. You can't have New Orleans no other way. It wouldn't be New Orleans. All right, welcome back into the Hideout Road Radio 104.1. 407-916-1041-888-978-1041. Star-1041 on your singular wireless phone. That was Mayor uh, Ray Nagin of New Orleans talking about how it's going to be a chocolate city again, New Orleans. I remember right after the hurricane, watching uh, interviews with him and seeing him on uh, 60 Minutes and all this kind of stuff. Completely different person. Yeah, he's going for the preacher gimmick. Mm-hmm. He's absolutely going for that whole angle. I think he sees uh, an opening to be a, uh, I guess, a leader. And I think he feels like he has to do it in the way of other previous black leaders. Yeah, it, it seems just so stereotypical. Or spokespeople, yeah. I would say, uh, more than anything else. All right, so now uh, here's him, the mayor. And you can even play these back-to-back chunks. Uh, mayor Ray Nagin kind of explaining a little bit more about the New Orleans stuff, or the Chocolate City. New Orleans was a chocolate city before Katrina. It's going to be a chocolate city after. How is that device? It's white and black working together, coming together, and making something special. Do you know anything about chocolate? How do you make chocolate? You take dark chocolate, you mix it with white milk, and it becomes a, a delicious drink. <laughs> That's the chocolate he is I'm lost talking about. It. Talking about you Yahoo. Look at the way the house All right, hold on, hold on, hold on. With Whoa! All right, do you want to play that one again? Yeah. All right, play uh, play track eight again, chunks. Do you know anything about chocolate? How do you make chocolate? You take dark chocolate, you mix it with white milk, and it becomes a, a delicious drink. That's the chocolate I'm talking about. He's taken what makes up a city and just boiled it down to Ovaltine. Yeah. He's just... <laughs> It's like, how can you do that? You get the bottle with the bunny rabbit, you throw it into some milk, you take a spoon, you whip that stuff up, and the best is the bottom, that thick chocolate. More Ovaltine, please. Uh, More Orleans, please. Right, exactly. <laughs> Let's go to Scott in Orlando. You're in the hideout. What do you got, Scott? Yeah, i got a couple of things, if you don't mind. Yeah, sure. Go ahead, bro. Um, you know, first of all, you know, the cross, whole cross-burning thing. You know, Madonna did it and made out with a black man. Yeah, that was that, that was the whole thing. We even talked about that last night. We were going over those Guilty Pleasure songs. And that was odd. And then she drank some Pepsi to cleanse her, uh, her throat. Yeah. Well, uh, I got another thing, too, is, uh, you know, when I was a young boy, my mommy used to tell me when I was a boy, she would say, boy, don't pick your boogie. Don't to crack me up. Don't pick your boogie. boogie, boogie. boogie. What is he saying? What was that? I don't know. Uh, Odd. And he's probably thinking to himself, ha ha, I got one over on them two boys. <laughs> they didn't get it. I don't even know what bo- boogies. Those are boogers, boogers right? I guess. Yeah. Or is that supposed to be another term? A racist term? Uh, Matt, you know I don't know. I don't know that one. I'm sorry. You just got called it three times. <laughs> <laughs> Quest Love in Port Siena, you're in the hideout. What you got? What's going on, hideout? Yo, yo. Yo, I think I know who burned that cross in front of those people's yard. Who? 
a certain little Mexican and they got punked up in a basketball court. Okay, yesterday. I let that go already, you <laughs> ass. Were you still angry about that? So you decided? No, that was I, first of all, I did not do it. And mm-hmm. secondly, I'm not angry about the basketball game yesterday at RDV. Oh, yes, sure. you are. Jesus. Was it a black man? No, it was that white guy, actually. Married to a black woman? I don't that know. angered you? I he don't admitted know. it. He just said, Jesus. You smell like gasoline. Gasolina. Were you just working on a car today? At the, you know. All right. You know how you people are. Stop already. All right. Uh, the other big thing, too, was uh, Senator Clinton made some remarks about the uh, current administration uh, and essentially how the House of Representatives for the United States is uh, a plantation. And, Chunks, you can play these back-to-back, too. You look at the way the House of Representatives has been run. It has been run like a plantation, and you know what I'm talking about. So we have a culture. All right, hold on a second. Corrupt- <laughs> now look, I am. Uh, I like Hillary, and I like the Clintons, and I. Uh, if she runs, I'll probably vote for her. And I also don't understand the hatred for the Clintons. But after she did the, you know what I'm talking about, I just worry if she was snapping her fingers and doing the head shake. (laughs) Jive neck motion. Right. Put her hand out. Uh Uh-uh. You know what I'm talking about. Wow. All right, start it over again. (laughs) These fat ankles are made for walking. It has been run like a plantation, and you know what I'm talking about. Oh, boy, Mm -hmm. douche chill. Yeah. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Probably had, like, Three onto hers in the back. To, you, you, you go, girl. Go. So we have a culture of corruption. We have cronyism. We have incompetence. I predict to you that this administration will go down in history as one of the worst that has ever governed our country. You go, girl. That You're all before, that. And You're all I that. I believe that it is an accurate description you of the kind of top-down way that the House of Representatives is run, which denies... Hillary got a group back! ...which has engaged in all kinds of shenanigans, keeping votes open, refusing to allow people to have uh, the opportunity to present alternatives, and I think some very bad decisions are being made for America. Right, what did you say, Matt, over there? You are every woman. You are every woman. Uh, all right, so there's the clips. And this, I don't know if you'd heard them or not. And, again, I just think it's funny that a lot of times the people who are yelling and screaming about Hillary are people who wouldn't care about black folks otherwise and are probably anti-affirmative action. They just see this as an opportunity to pounce on the uh, good senator from New York. The sturdy ankles of Hillary Clinton. <laughs> She's yeah, got to try bringing those things down. She's got a strong base. Yeah, she does have the base. Built like a weeble wobble. Um, <laughs> hey, one other thing real fast. We're talking about people... And race, and then we'll uh, shift gears. But, um, and this is on uh, 0117 Chunks, track six. It's uh, MLK, and he's on Meet the Press. And he has one of the best answers. Because you know a lot of times you talk about the American dream mm-hmm. and how anybody can pull themselves up by their bootstraps. And if you just work hard enough... You know, how come you as a black man made it out, and how come other black people can't make it out? And this is just the best answer that I've ever heard. And I can't believe I hadn't heard it before. If I did, it never, you know, registered, registered so well with me. 
But this is just a great – and anyone who would try to argue with this, uh, I think you're burning crosses in Volusia County. You've told us what the uh, white man and what the government can do about this very serious situation. What do you think the Negro himself can do? Now, you have come out of, uh, you, you have been able to come out of poverty, you've been able to get a good education, as have hundreds of thousands of Negroes. Why do some succeed and not others? Some succeed and not others because the system is stacked against the Negro. And it's all right to say to people, lift yourself by your own bootstraps, but it's a cruel just to say to a bootless man that he ought to lift himself by his own bootstraps. And the fact is that millions of Negroes have been left bootless as a result of poverty, as a result of uh, illiteracy caused by inadequate education and uh, real lack of educational opportunities, and as a result of centuries of neglect and hurt. And I think the government and everybody must see that the Negro can't do this job by himself. To me, that is the greatest answer to anyone who would ever try to throw that out. Now, isn't it odd, too, that well, this was in 67. He's on Meet the Press. And it's just odd hearing the word Negro, uh, well, first of and, all. And uh, kind of pronounced Negro. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's just so like, close. <laughs> you're just walking that in. <laughs> right. And then, the, and then the other thing, like too. Like, you know he wanted to say the other. Right. And then the other thing too, uh, that um, that uh, that comes out of that when uh, MLK was on Meet the Press was you know just the fact that you know you, you, you when you don't have those opportunities you know when they're not there it's like when you don't have the boots how do you lift yourselves up out of the bootstraps but then even then in '67 hundreds of thousands so you got to think you know there are millions of black people in America. But at that point in 67, it was literally uh, hundreds and thousands of you Negroes have been able to make it out. And just that thought alone. Mm -hmm. I want to play it one more time, Chunk, so it, sin so it sinks in. And even though we're here, what is it, 39 years later, crosses are still being burned. Bad things are still happening. And I don't even know how much has all really changed. You've told us what the uh, white man and what the government can do about this very serious situation. What do you think the Negro himself can do? Now, you have come out of, uh, you, you have been able to come out of poverty, you've been able to get a good education, as have hundreds of thousands of Negroes. Why do some succeed and not others? Some succeed and not others because the system is stacked against the Negro. And it's all right to say to people, lift yourself by your own bootstraps, but it's a cruel just to say to a bootless man that he ought to lift himself by his own bootstraps. And the fact is that millions of Negroes have been left bootless as a result of poverty, as a result of illiteracy caused by inadequate education and a real lack of educational opportunities, and as a result of centuries of neglect and hurt. And I think the government and everybody must see that the Negro can't do this job by himself. All right, it's the Hideout Real Radio 104.1. All right, welcome back into the Hideout Real Radio 104.1. By the way, congratulations to Mike Ribnicki of Sanford. He is now qualified for the MSF Basic Writer course at Orlando Harley-Davidson. Uh, tomorrow we're going to draw three winners to take the class. Uh, to take the class with me, January 23rd through the 25th, over at Orlando Harley-Davidson. Only two more qualifications left, 9:15 and 10:15. So congratulations, uh, Mike. And um, you're gonna leave that class with everything you need to walk into the DMV and say, "Hey, put it on my license. 
I've done all the testing. Here's all my paperwork. We've been I'm taking uh, names for a week now, right? Yeah, just about five. This is the fifth day. So uh, these people are going to all uh, be put into some kind of uh, hat. Three of them will be drawn out to take this course with you. Yeah. Uh, we'll put it in uh, Matt's underwear. I had to do that. We had to put all the names in Matt's undies, and then Chunks has to go digging in and pull out the different names. Look at his teeth. I have a couple ripe ones. Uh, go... hey, before we get to the Jesus doll, I think it's appropriate that the lead-in is the hideout news director, Sir Gary the Prophet. Sir Gary! Steve, how are you tonight? Outstanding. How are you? I did pretty good, thank you. How was your day? Uh, I had a wonderful day. How about you? I had a pretty good day listening to the radio. Oh, yeah, though, then it's always a great day. It's, it's always a great day. I'm praying for better weather, though. I think I actually love the weather right now. Yes, it's sir. nice, cool, and crisp. Uh-huh. Are it's going gonna, gonna to warm up over the weekend, Sir Gary. Yes, sir. I hear that's the big thing, though, in Florida is when it kind of cools down and then warms right back yes, up. That's when, that's when people always get sick, oh, right, yeah. Sir Gary? Uh-huh. Hey, yes, sir, sir. sir Gary, what's in the news? Well, in the news, um, uh, a guy um, jumped off the expressway. Oh, wow, again? Uh-huh. Oh, boy. Um, was this uh, on I-4? I think it was on I-4. Right. Uh-huh. Yeah. It was from a rocket ship, right? Oh, okay. Do you know, were there any further details on that? Uh, that's all the details I could catch on TV. Okay, um, and uh, there was nothing else about why he did it or when no, he did sir. it? No, sir. He just wanted to uh, commit suicide. Yeah, that's so sad. Yes, sir. That's absolutely... Hey, Sir Gary, where are you going to be on Sunday? Yeah, New Hope Property Baptist Church in Miller, Dillard Street, Winter Garden, where the Glen pastor, and did on the ground for 12 the public's invited. Hey, Sir Gary, let me ask you a question. If, yes, sir. If there was a Jesus dog, I, mean, I guess there is a Jesus dog, because yes, we're about sir. to play clips, would you like one? Yes, I'd like one. You would, you would, would you, you would uh, carry around a Jesus doll? Yes, sir. All right, well, you know what? You'll enjoy this segment, then, because we're going to play some clips from that Jesus doll. Okay. Thank you, Sir Gary. Yes, sir, enjoy your program. Have a good night. All right, buddy, you too. You know, I wish there was a Sir Gary doll. Or anytime I want, I can just get the uh, the address. Uh, God bless you, and something about a black man. I always enjoy y'all's program. Y'all the best talk show I ever listened to in the Central area. You squeeze his little belly. Just tickle it. Mm-hmm. Tickle it under the underarm. His big water head. Oh come on. I'm just guessing. <laughs> it's not Going nice. By his speech. No one's ever seen him. Be nice. I'm sorry. He's a great man. The uh, really hideout bad. show is the best best talk show in the in the whole universe, in the whole Central Florida area. I like how it's either the universe or just Central Florida. And there's nothing else to him. <laughs> there's no such thing as Fargo, North Dakota to Sir Gary. Well, there's Central Florida and then there's outer space. <laughs> Where all the right. rocket ship goes. All right, Doug, tell me about this Jesus doll that you were ordering for everybody for uh, Easter. The Jesus doll, uh, I found a story about it on CNN. And what it looks like, it looks like one of those old school rubber wrestlers. You know, uh, the uh, the big, I don't know if you ever saw, like, the big Andre the Giant just wearing the blue underwear and everything. Oh, yeah, 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 okay. It, it, it's kind of uh, that size, and but it's Jesus. And what happens with it, there's a little button you can press, and it'll tell you little sayings. And uh, I went from CNN onto the website where to uh, you can order this thing, and uh, it had little clippings of... The phrases that Jesus says to you. Uh, and I listened through them. And if I was a kid, it would freak me out. Now, don't those don't the talking dolls freak you out anyway? Yeah, the talking dolls, are, there's very few of them that I've been like, oh, that's cool. Usually they are really freak. My, my uh, niece had this one that was like a little American bear that would say the Pledge of Allegiance in a little girl's voice. Yeah. 
It was the creepiest thing ever. Now, see, I never had any of those for the fear of while I'm sleeping in the middle of the night, it just, like, would begin, like... Just talking. Just start talking, and it would just freak me out. This one, this Jesus doll, would totally freak you out if it started talking in the middle of the night at you. Let's hear one of the clips. Your life matters so much to me. (laughs) (laughs) That's why I must extinguish it. Um... I don't want to be. First of all, it's not what I thought Jesus would sound like. Your life matters so much to me. So now I'm a little disappointed that that's what Jesus sounds like. I thought he'd sound more like Matt Albert. Your next one? Um. The mountains and the hills may crumble, but my love for you will never end. Okay, that's a nice, peaceful (laughs) thought. (laughs) Yeah, like, uh, you know what? The world someday will come crashing down around you. But I love you. All right, Hideout Black Cat <laughs> says, um, Thou shalt not touch me like that. I don't know if that was one. Is that one of the sayings? No, it's not one of the sayings. How do you make this one talk? Is it a string? Uh, no, it's a little button on it. Where's the button? I believe on his back. Yeah, Matt. Don't you push the wounds on his hands? Oh, no. Stop. <laughs> Seriously. Behave. Tickle his foot stop. wound. Oh, come on. Enough. I love you, and I have an exciting plan for your life. <laughs> Kill. You're going to watch Growing Pains in reruns. <laughs> That's your exciting plan. Now You're going to sit there and watch TV till the end of time. This Jesus doll is real? This Jesus doll is very real. Alright, give me another one, Chunks. I am the way, the truth, and the life. No one can come to the Father except through me. You gotta push him down or something? (laughs) Stop. And the funny thing is, if you're a kid, you really don't have a grasp on Jesus or God yet, so you think actually this doll is your ticket to heaven. It's not Jesus, it's a doll. You know, the doll will, uh, you have to uh, show the actual rubber doll to Jesus or God. Love one another just as I love you. Now here's what's odd, and I, I guess it's maybe because most of them ripped off the whole gimmick, mm-hmm. but this sounds like you know, like a David Koresh or any of those cult leaders, and like kind of what their sayings are. Yeah, but they ripped off the whole, the whole, they ripped off the whole Jesus thing, right? Yeah, well, basically they ripped I, off the whole believe in me thing. Right. Yeah. There are some things that people cannot do, but God can do anything. So this is on a doll, huh? A doll. Now, how, children. how big is the doll? Uh, I think it's one foot. Right, that's, a little one foot doll. Right, that's actually pretty big yeah. for a doll. Like one, that's that's fairly large for a doll. And is it in the prototypical garb? Yeah. And like the the robe. The robe, and it has like like a like a burlap type sash over its shoulder. Can it stand on its own power? Mm-hmm. See, that's the creepy part. This next one's the best. Does it have like a power grip or anything that it no, does? No, this is the only little feature to it. Does it have the little holes in the bottom of the feet so you can uh, put it in the uh, different uh, toys that it comes with? It doesn't come with... Like, remember the G.I. Joes? Yeah, it doesn't come with uh, the uh, the Cobra Command Center. Right. Uh... <laughs> All right, give us the last one. I knew about you before you were even born. Because I banged your mom. That's <laughs> right. why. 
Uh, wow. Yeah, this is this is a little creepier than the Chucky dolls. Take take Jesus out of this whole equation. What if you have? How? Never. Jesus is in everything. Yeah, you can't. What if, what That's if, He's right here in this hideout hat. What if you had a teddy bear? And it was saying these phrases. Play a couple of these phrases and think about a teddy bear saying these things to you. I knew about you before <laughs> oh, you were God. even born. I bet he had a knife. There are some things that people cannot do, but God can do anything. Love one another just as I love you. I am the way, the truth, and the life. No one can come to the Father except through me. From a little care bear. I yeah. love you. And I have an exciting plan for your life. (laughs) The mountains and the hills may crumble, but my love for you will never end. It's just creepy things to be telling a kid. How do you get the job, too, to uh, be the voiceover for Jesus? Hey, we need you to be Jesus. Your life matters so much to me. Now, doesn't this go against the whole idea of thou shalt not have any... Like false symbols? idols, yeah, false, false idols. idols. Yeah, and uh, you're basically because the thing, the, the whole thing that I'm, uh, that my my problem is, a kid cannot grasp this this doll means something different than just being a doll. Right. Yeah, you know, they think this doll is actually Jesus. I'm a virgin. I don't know what's gonna feel like. All right. So at the same time, too, <laughs> to do with anything. He does sound like Matt Albert. <laughs> at the same time, too, do you think that? Like kids would have this doll at the, at like the tea parties with a Raggedy Ann. Well, the funny thing is when I had like those little wrestling figures, uh, as a kid, I didn't have like all the characters, so I'd take like other like little action figures like Key Men and everything, and and have them in the ring with like uh, the Ultimate Warrior. Imagine if I had this doll growing up, and, with, and I'm taking on the Ultimate Warrior with Jesus, you know? And, and that's the other thing, too. He can never lose. No. He's always going to hold the belt. He's the Undertaker. You knock him down, he sits right back up. <laughs> and how badly do you feel if you're the kid with the Jesus doll, and you're going to someone with, like, all the cool toys, and you're like, well, uh, How do you know this. this isn't cool? This could be the new hit. This isn't cool. Of course what it would is. You do Jesus if, is so cool. What would you do if you went over to somebody's house and, like, hey, look at my new toy, and he's just spouting off this crap at you? Yeah, it's bad. Get it? <laughs> I knew about you before you were even born. How? Right. Ian in Orlando, you're in the hideout. What do you got, Ian? Hey, man, that thing would be scary as hell if it were, like, a construction worker <laughs> or a... <laughs> I, just some kind of I, random person in life. Yeah, like Your a, life matters so much to or me. Something. All, right, all right, hold on. All right, let's take it. Ian, that's good, dude. All right, let's play these now. It's just a different character from the Village People. All right, so we'll... Well, listen to these all now with the thoughts of it's a 42-year-old mechanic with cut-off sleeves. Your life matters so much. I knew about you before you were even born. Okay. The mountains and the hills may crumble, but my love for you will never end. I love you, and I have an exciting plan for your life. I am the way, the truth, and the life. No one can come to the Father except through me. Love one another just as I love you. There are some things that people cannot do, but God can do anything. That one's not so bad. If it's coming from a 42-year-old mechanic and cut off sleeves. If it came from a mechanic, I'd say Todd, though. (laughs) (laughs) But Todd can do anything, buddy.
Hey, how many kids do you think are going to like try to make it walk on water in the bathtub and it's just going to break? Oh, see, that's the other thing, too. That's a great point, Gibbs. You can't you can't put it. It needs to be waterproof. Yeah. And actually, if it were, it should be able to walk on water. Well, you should be able to turn your whole tub into wine. It should be able to protect it from the crumbling mountains, too. It's the Hideout Row Radio 104.1. There are some things that people cannot do, but God can do anything. Love one another just as I love you. All right, welcome back into the Hideout Row Radio 104.1. Those are the actual drops from the Jesus doll that I guess is being sold. I think it runs for about 20. You can order your Jesus action figure, pose him, let him give Sunday school to uh, your brats. 20 bucks. Your, your brat dolls, your G.I. Joes, uh, anything else. Converting those evil, evil, uh, evil cobras. Right. Forget about tea parties, have last suppers. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's what it is. You just set it up for the last supper. <laughs> They're all sitting on one side of the, the tea table. Uh, Smack Daddy in Orlando, you're in the hideout. We got Smack Daddy. Hey, hideout. How's it going tonight? Hey, hey brother. Hey, it's been a few years ago, uh, and somebody come out on the Internet with uh, some Barbie dolls. Mm-hmm. And they had one of them that they called uh, Trailer Trash Barbie. Mm-hmm. And Prostitute Barbie and Homosexual Ken. Yeah, I remember that. Oh, one of those. Yeah, uh, I wouldn't put it past somebody now that this Jesus doll is out. Oh no! To come out with a uh, Catholic priest doll for altar boys. Oh, see, that's not nice. Hey, the great thing about this uh, this Jesus doll, it'll wash Ken's feet for you. I love you, and I have an exciting plan for your life. Uh, you're right, though. If that was anything else other than the Jesus doll, that'd be really, really creepy, almost inappropriate. Patrick in Orlando, you're in the hideout. What do you got, Patrick? Yeah, I think uh, if you had a Barbie and a Jesus doll, the Barbie would be taking on a restraining order against the Jesus doll. It sounds like a stalker to me. I think you're right. Yeah, if that's what the Jesus doll is saying, it's just some long-haired guy following her around in clothes saying this stuff to her. She would. She'd be a little scared. knocking on her door 9 a.m. on a Saturday. (laughs) I knew about you before you were even born. My mom didn't even know. She was surprised. It was too late to uh, have me taken care of. That's why she had me in the closet and then debated whether or not to uh, take me downstairs. J. Joe in Orlando, you're in the hideout. What you got? What's up, brother? Hey, Joe. Nope. Hey, imagine that Jesus doll was a Michael Jackson doll. That would be creepy. All right, now, yeah. yeah, if that was it. And didn't, weren't there even Michael Jackson dolls at some point, too? Weren't those I, around? Uh, yeah, there was, like, the, the uh, there was, like, uh Thriller, uh, Michael Jackson. There was, you know, they he had they had him in all of his different, you know, uh, outfits. Wow, his whole series. I just, it's just so funny to me that they have these when like the biggest rule is, or one of the big ones is no false idols. I guess it, they don't consider it a false idol it because it's supposed to be Jesus. No, but it is because wasn't the whole thing. And I could be wrong about religion, and I'm sorry that I go to you, douche chill, because you speak for the Jewish people. Um, I speak for me. No, not and in this show. You are the Jewish people. Yeah. But wouldn't it be, like, in the whole thing, though, of not... I thought there was even something in the Bible about not being in churches, like not going to churches to worship and stuff. So I'm not allowed to worship Kelly Clarkson. that what you're telling you can. me? You You want to... Do you go to the church of wide hips and flat face? <laughs> <laughs> hmm. All right, the Swami brings something up. When's the hideout going to have dolls? Ooh, I'd love that. 
We should. We should. Uh, I wonder if we can get a small run going. I know we have enough drops. Mm-hmm. All right, what's the douche chill doll going to sound hey, like? Hey, Mom, come clean my foreskin. <laughs> <laughs> he presses his furry little belly, uncomfortable in your hands at all times. Stroke his hairy back. I love penis. <laughs> all right, so that's the douche chill doll. All right, do another. Uh, if we uh, if we stroke the hairy back again, a douche chill. I would take the dude. <laughs> Sounds like a great nuts. doll. I How- love nuts. <laughs> How about a Tickle Me Chunks doll? What would that sound like? <laughs> the Tickle Me Chunks doll. Uh, Can I take the pubes? <laughs> wow. New queer friend, Chunks. I'm just, I need a dude to take home. <laughs> that does sound like it's coming out of a doll. It does. That I one. Careful. I live in a pile of clothes. <laughs> uh, you know what? Maybe we do these. Maybe. And, and like yeah, the I'm accessory, kidding. it can just be a bunch of uh, little pieces of fabric for him to sleep on at night. <laughs> or just even like the leftover wrappers that you have from eating food that day, because that's what he sleeps on. Paper I got to eat. Poop. His nest. Uh, you notice how we couldn't make it's a Malibu uh, escort? You notice we couldn't make a Bateman doll, because that son of a bitch is in charge of the uh, <laughs> instant replay that records. So there would be no Bateman doll. Well, we, he already has one back there. Hideout happy hour pre-party. <laughs> oh, God, no. <laughs> For the hideout happy hour pre-party. Tomorrow, Patty McGee's. Meet Matt Albert. How about a Matt Albert doll? Mm. Do we, do we have that one? Yeah, this thing takes forever to scroll through. Mm. I have 8,000 drops back here. All right, hold on. We'll go to Chris and Lakeland. What do you got, Chris? J-dubs and chunks will fall madly in love. <laughs> now he's doing now he's doing his own doll. <laughs> I know you before you were born. Oh, geez, you're right. Now, uh, if it's just coming out of Chris from Lakeland. is number one. Thank you. That's my doll. <laughs> There's the dubs doll. I'm gonna touch a kitten. Oh no! And it's giving that to your, your five-year-old. <laughs> and it's got a mullet, and it's uh, a comes pe- with cigarettes. Def Leppard shirt and a P Funk and a P Funk in one hand, cigarette and a monster in the other. Oh, give me a cookie! Oh yeah, chunks, you're so great. <laughs> I don't think my doll would sell well. I love Bateman. What the hell? I'm not I'm Cuban, not Mexican. That's not going in the doll. I actually I would like for those not to be in the doll. Please. Those are going right into the doll. I'm fat, get it? Mm. There's the mat. that one out. version. I don't know what's gonna feel like. All right, here's the thing. Is there any company that can make these dolls, and how expensive would they be? I'm sure we can get them made if we uh, if we find the right. Now we couldn't just give these things away. We'd have to sell them. Would there be? Would there be enough demand for? For us to get them made. I mean, how much would it really realistically cost? I think we could be able to sell them for like 15 bucks. Yeah. Or is it, does the Because I'll be willing to go to a third world country to make this happen. Oh, yeah. I'm sure the Jesus doll's made somewhere over in like, yeah. Yugoslavia or something. Yeah, you probably, you got to think. Isn't that the worst? That Jesus doll is probably put, being put together by children that are making seven, children. <laughs> seven cents an hour. A bunch of Muslim children sitting in a... In, in unkept conditions. In not Pakistan. A, they get two pee breaks every... Uh, Five every, days. Every 16 hours. <laughs> um, all right, Petman asks, how many boxes would it take uh, to... Just uh, let Matt do that one. <laughs> Matt, read that one. All right, read what Petman says. 
How many boxes would it take to box the hooch doll? <laughs> I was an idiot. I was an idiot. One uh, container idiot. smell. All right, Bobo says, and unfortunately... <laughs> one comes in a piano box. <laughs> oh, Bobo says the Matt Albert doll would be packaged in a refrigerator box. Stench comes separate. <laughs> and Pet Man also... <laughs> you throw it in a bag of onions. <laughs> <laughs> Petman also asked, does the Jesus dog come with a championship belt with Peter as his tag uh, tag team partner? Oh, boy. You got the Tommy one? Tommy's a fag. Ah, oh, come on. What are you doing, Tommy? you got to allow it to go out. What? <laughs> Is that the first song you had sit next to you? <laughs> you, well, they were, they you just played anything, about, so that would... They were talking about wrestling, though. <laughs> oh. oh, I see. <laughs> Turn the booth on! It is on. What the hell's going on, Chunks? Tommy's a fan. <laughs> you gotta let it play. It's playing. Tommy's a fan. Do, 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 do. Chunks is dying tonight. Side out on Radio 104.1. <laughs> you know, I used to pray to God. I, I thought this was a good, like, smart-alecky prayer. Like, please remove all pain from my life. Anything that can cause pain, and um, endure the worst pain possible, and those prayers went away. So when you understand that your life is in God's hands, and He can call you home at any time, and He has a plan for you, then you won't be scared of things. So sometimes if I'm in a situation, you know, being a, a rapper, I have to be in a situation a lot of times where you'll be in a club where maybe it's, it doesn't seem as safe, and instead of sitting up there and being scared, I mean, one time I was. I was like at a show in Miami. It was such a great show. And I, and I pictured in the back of my mind, like, what, what would happen if something happened to me tonight? And a, a, a glimmer of, like, fear came into my heart. And I, I prayed and I, and I apologized to God for being afraid of the possibility of going home to see him. And he made me into one of his soldiers by taking that fear away from me. Kanye West, it's the Hideout Real Radio 104.1. And essentially what he's saying in the clip is something I've always wondered about is, you know, if you're a believer, your number one goal would be to die and to get to heaven. Not really to die, but, you know, you shouldn't be afraid of it, you know? Right. You'd think that you would be completely ready for it any time it may creep up on you. I just figured, I always just wondered, like, and that's why I respect a lot of times for like these Jehovah's Witnesses and people like that. Because I've told the story before about a high school buddy of mine, two years out of high school, he uh, his baby had some sort of illness, and they didn't want to get a treatment um, because they figured it was God's will and that it would go to heaven. Me, I, I don't believe that, but I respected his belief. Mm-hmm. And the fact that he was felt so strong about... When your belief runs that deep, you know that you aren't just doing it for uh, selfish reasons. You actually believe it. And a lot of times, like he wouldn't pray in the football huddle and any of that. Because I don't know if he didn't feel like it was right or he didn't want to do it in public. or what, But he was very devout. So he doesn't believe in medicine, but he believes in football. Well, he played football. I don't know what one has to do with the other. I, I just get uh, upset about the people who have uh, beliefs as a backup plan. Well, just in case there is something afterwards, I want to be ready for it. I mean, if you don't really believe it, don't.
fake it. You and know? have you noticed, too, like a lot of time you see people, this happens with their parents. Their parents live their whole life one way. Mm-hmm. And then when they start creeping towards death, all of a sudden they have that transformation. And the whole, all right, you know what, I think I was wrong, and now I'm going to be a real big holy roller. Uh, just so, just in case. And the lifers, usually, who uh, didn't go through everything and then changed their life over it, uh, aren't as judgmental as the people who all of a sudden switch their mind. No, that's the thing, too, because I have family members who are very much, you know, devout, and they have been from the time they were raised, and you're absolutely correct in the fact that they don't judge. Like, you do your thing, I got my thing, and it's all good. And if you want me to, uh, you know, help you out with my thing, you know, I'm there for you, but I'm not going to push it. However, their dad is one of these guys who had just a horrific, very questionable past. Mm -hmm. And then he had some life-altering thing happen to him, and he went hardcore, living on a farm, no television, no radio, you know, can't got to wear dresses down to your ankles. The whole and he's the one who's the most judgmental when it comes down to it. And the kids are fine. Mm-hmm. And they're good kids. Four zero seven nine one six one zero four one triple eight nine seven eight one zero four one. I just find that really odd how that happens. You know, the people who are the true longtime Christians tend not to judge the people who you know find it as some kind of. But it's uh, any religion. Way, yeah. It's, I mean, it's not just Christianity, it's uh, well, that's Islam. The only have, that's the only thing I have to equate it to, because that's what I've come into in my life, you know? Dubs, what do you think is after we uh, after we go? Don't know, don't care, really. Doesn't I, matter to you? Doesn't matter to me. I figure I'm living my life the way I want to. If it works out for me, it does. If it doesn't, you know, whatever. If for some reason, like, something happened, and, like, it was absolute proof that it was this way, maybe the way that we're, you know... The, the mainstream way of mm. vengeful God and have to accept. Would you change your life if you knew for sh- for certain that it would be an eternity hell in hell? If it was a vengeful God that would... No, I, if you I knew, wouldn't want to believe in him. If you knew it was an eternity in hell or eternity in bliss, and you knew for an absolute, can, you knew for absolute fact that's what it was, would you change? How can it be absolute bliss if... He's pissed off all the time. It can't be that fun up there. It has to be like walking on pins and needles around your dad. Don't send me to my room. Don't send me to my room. Fine, I'll mow the lawn. Will you stop yelling? I, I wasn't sitting in your chair, I promise. <laughs> I'm sorry, I'll be quiet. I know Hunter's on. Favorite show. Andrew in Orlando, you're in the hideout. What do you got, Andrew? Hey, I'm a Jehovah's Witness, man. I just wanted to... Talk to you guys. Yeah, go ahead, buddy. Oh, no. Yeah, I was just... You, oh, yeah, you I, got 30 <laughs> seconds. I don't want a pamphlet. <laughs> right. Go ahead. <laughs> I wanted to tell you, we do believe in medicine. We just don't believe in taking blood. That's all that it is. Okay, so uh, maybe that's... Whatever the condition was, it was something where she couldn't get the treatment. The daughter couldn't get the treatment. And yeah. again, as a non-believer, I was just struck by the fact that he believed this hardcore in his faith that he was willing to let this happen, and I, I still, to me, I had just tremendous respect for that. I so. really appreciate that, man. It's something else. A lot of people have uh, a good amount of faith in our religion, and it, you know, it keeps it keeps us grounded in a way. Some people don't understand it, but you know, we're we're just normal people, just like anyone else. Now, with can our you own eat? Beliefs. Can you eat pork? Oh yeah. Okay. Well, nice. I eat pork at Sunny's every day. All right. Maybe that's what I'm going to do. Then. They Thank- can't celebrate any birthdays, though. Thank you. Andrew. No, no birthdays. All right, man. Thanks for putting yeah. me on the air. All right, buddy.
I didn't know that was true. No birthdays? Mm-hmm. Uh, I asked they them. weren't. Uh, I know the kids in our school that were Jehovah Witnesses can go to like the school dances and that kind of stuff too. Yeah, I just remember because I invited. Well, I had a girlfriend in, in high school and I invited one of her friends to it. She's like, I can't go because I'm a Jehovah's Witness. And I was like, What the hell does that have to do with anything? And I guess that means that the way they look at it is it's like something like you're a year closer to dying or something like that. And I was like, Oh, that's a great outlook. Well, most religion is a uh, downer. But anyway, I just found that it, I finally, I was like, thank you, Kanye, for being one of the first people to actually come out and say, hey, yeah, why would I be afraid? The whole goal is to get up there, hang out, mm-hmm. be in heaven. Bible Bob in Orlando, you're in the hideout. What do you got, Bible Bob? Punched out. Nothing. Oh, that makes you sad. If Bible Bob has nothing to say, mm-hmm. then maybe there is no hope for any of us. <laughs> now, uh, Deuce Joe, you can eat pork, right? No. Well, I mean, I could if I wanted to. I choose not to. Have oh, there's something in the back. Eat it. No, I don't want to. Have you ever? Maybe. <laughs> so you're going to hell. So you may as well just go ahead and have pepperoni pizza then. Mm. No. You're it's burning. It's not how it works. So I was always a big fan of uh, teabagging. Yeah, see, you won't eat uh, pork, but you'll do that. Somehow that's okay. I'll slide down the pole and everything. Mm, wow. I don't know if you're going to get... But you guys... Right, what's the thing with the Jewish religion again? You don't believe in hell, right? Is that uh, the common belief there? I don't. You know, I really couldn't tell you. I, <laughs> I don't know. You're, you're Jewish. You. I don't know what the com- I don't know what the common you, belief is. When you is. were uh, when you went to uh, what do you guys call it on Sundays or whenever you guys go synagogue, synagogue, show, whatever. Yeah, whatever you want to call it. Uh, do they talk about hell a lot, or is there usually not anything brought up about hell? It's definitely not a type of the, the synagogues I've gone to. It's definitely not you know death and hell and all that. It's, yeah, it's almost the opposite. I've always heard that that, that uh, if you go to a Jewish place to uh, worship, you won't hear the uh, the fear tactics nearly as much it's, as you if you go to a Christian church. Yeah, it's, it's really not about that. I, there's a lot of more of uplifting up, uplifting stuff I want to say, mm-hmm. but it's different everywhere you go. It all depends on who your rabbi or preacher is wherever you go. Uh, John in Orlando, you're in the hideout. What do you got, John? Hey, guys. Hey, man, this is the guy that's got the wife. He's got a hoo-ha shaped like a stingray. Oh, yeah. nice. Congratulations. Yum. Hey, yeah, congratulate me. <laughs> hey, uh, my wife just became a Jehovah Witness, and uh, she's a goddamn freak, man. <laughs> well, that ain't nothing but a freaking cult, and if anybody tells you differently, they're a freaking liar. All right, now why, uh... Why do you call it a cult? What happened? They, they try to run your life, man. You can't date without a chaperone. You don't believe in your kid's birth. Mm-hmm. Like my, we just had an anniversary the other day, and my wife brought me home some flowers, and I damn near beat her with them. All right, be nice. <laughs> you know that'd be kind of nice, though. You don't have to worry about. Oh, I gotta take my girlfriend out for dinner tonight, or anything, because it's her birthday. She can't celebrate. Not this kind <laughs> of cult. Oh, but sorry. They, but they're not allowed to take care of business for themselves, right? All right. Um, that sucks. I don't think they are. All right, Matt, you can go ahead and ask this. Um, Drone, uh... I like that he he wrote this down to you first to get permission. And then I was just going to say, well, Matt Albert says, but then I realized he's here now, so I don't even have to do that anymore. If you eat bacon, do you melt like the Wicked Witch of the West? (laughs) Is is that what happens? No. What kind of a stupid question is that? asking. He doesn't know much about... It's read in the Bible. He doesn't know much about religion. It's in the Red Ink, Revelations. I don't think that is uh, in the Bible. All right, Bill in Orlando, you're in the hideout. What do you got, Bill? Uh, yeah, I just want to talk about the uh, the how hypocritical they are. They who? 
Well, the, the uh, uh, who the hell are you talking about? The basically the Jehovah's Witnesses. All right, we're not here to run down the Jehovah's Witnesses. I have well, no problem with them. They, yeah. they say that they're not allowed to accept, you know, they don't celebrate holidays and birthdays and mm -hmm. Christmas like that, and they're not supposed to accept gifts. But if they work in the corporate world and they receive holiday pay, they, if they were true to their faith, would have to return that money, but they seldom do. Well, I mean, I don't know about that because I've never worked with any Jehovah's Witnesses. But maybe they do. All I know is the majority of Jehovah's Witnesses that I've encountered are pretty devout. Yeah, well, they, not, when they believe, they believe. Yeah, they're not half-assing it. Now, where do you typically encounter them? At your front door? No. No, like uh, in life. Okay. What is that? Well, no, because the ones that come to your door, obviously, they're very hardcore about it. Yeah. That's what I thought you meant. No, I'm just talking about in everyday life. There are more than the people who are walking around. Why stereotype? Seriously, douche show. And uh, why did you call Matt the N-word when we were in the yeah. break? I didn't. Don't mm. pull on my back hair. <laughs> All right, now uh, we have it's time for the hideout door prize blowout, right? Do we have that ready to go? What's today's game? Uh, it's beat Bateman. All right, beat Bateman, and where did this come from, Matt? Uh, last night, Bateman challenged uh, all all listeners, all comers, uh, all over his back. I like those and, big uh, pickles. <laughs> and uh, spit it against, out, Matt O'Neill. Against hair, <laughs> against, against hair metal. Against hair metal bands. All right. And uh, someone else talk. All right. Tommy so Bateman said he could beat anybody in hair metal, uh, hair band type trivia. And Matt Albert, I guess, wrote up questions or what? What's uh, going on here? Are they, are they questions? Are they song clips? They're song clips. All right. You have song clips. And what's going to happen is we're going to get someone on the phone to challenge Bateman. Uh, first question will go to Bateman. Uh, if he gets it wrong, you have a chance to answer. And then the next question will go to the caller back and forth until uh, one of them gets three correct. All right, perfect. Beat Bateman. And uh, do we have the first clip? Or should we even play it? Is Which it not way? fair? Which way? Wait. All right, if you think you can beat Bateman in 80s hair band identification, uh, 407-916-1041, It's the Hideout Road Radio 104.1. All right, it's time for the Hideout Door Prize Blowout. So Hideout Row Radio 104.1, Hideout Door Prize Blowout, brought to you by Universal Foam, Inc., Architectural Shapes and Sculpture for Themed Environments, 407-568-8914, or visit them on the web at universalfoaminc.com. Call now to beat Bateman. Dubs, the other great thing, too, hmm. I want to thank uh, Not Giving, who has passed on herobuilders.com. HeroBuilders.com. What is that? Uh, action figure dolls. And they're about $20 per doll. The more you order, the less the cost per doll. Ooh, so we can make our own dolls. We could order. actually get this done. All right, we got we to gotta put this out at the promotions meeting tomorrow. Definitely. I want to I wanna make that happen. Not that that's, you know, well, it's a little vain. I think it could be funny as hell, though. I think there'd be a, a boom for them. I bet we'd sell at least five each. <laughs> at least five. Uh, all right, 407-916-1041, All right, we have a game. Dubs, try to explain the game again, because having Matt Albert do it was just an abortion. All right, uh, the game is uh, Stump Tommy, or not Stump Tommy Bateman, but Tommy Bateman uh, says he knows all of uh, 80s hair metal and anything about it. So Matt Albert pulled clips of songs 
We're going to play the clip, and uh, you have to identify it. It'll go in a back-and-forth type thing where uh, Tommy will go first, listen to a part of a song, and have to answer on who it is and what the what the uh, name of the song is. If he gets it right, he gets a point. If he gets it wrong, you get a chance, and you can get the point. Whoever gets three points first wins the game. All right, so whoever goes to three first wins. Um, and beat Bateman is what you're looking to do. 407-916-1041, So the first song, Tommy will go first. The second song, you'll go first. I think that the uh, the, the listener should always go first. Okay. listener goes first in the first one, and then Tommy, and then... Nah. I think the listener should so go first. So forth and so on. All right, let's go to uh, Carissa in Titusville. You ready, Carissa? I'm ready. Uh, you know 80s hair metal? Yeah, pretty well. All right. Uh, how long are these clips? Uh, well, they're this... pretty long. I just want uh, who, who's playing them? Uh, chunks? Yeah. Chunks play 10 seconds of it and then stop it. Okay, 10 seconds. Right. And then Carissa Uh-oh. will get a shot, and then we'll go to Tommy. All right, here we go. Play it. All right, Carissa, do you know that one? No, I don't. Tommy Bateman, do you know it? Def Leppard, Armageddon. Is that right, Matt Albert? Yeah. Armageddon it. Yeah, you got it. All right, Armageddon it. That does count. All right, so that's that's one for Tommy Bateman. I wanted to play the rest of All right, hold on. All right, Tommy Bateman, do you know that one? Dr. Feelgood by Motley Crue. All right, so now it's 2 nothing, Tommy Bateman. And now continue the song. All right, Chris, so you're going to get one more uh, go-round. I can't. I can't. Okay. All right, here we go. Here's the third one. All right, pl- go ahead and play it for Carissa. Do you know that one, Carissa? No, I'm drawing a blank. Tommy hasn't gotten it right yet. Tommy, do you know it? I don't know that one. I want to say it's autograph, but I have no idea. Oh, you had the band right. It's autograph, turn up your radio. Autograph, turn up your radio. Yeah, you got to know the name, though. Sorry, Tommy. All right, so you're not out yet, Carissa. Here's another one for Tommy Bateman. Tommy, do you know that one? I'm torn between two songs. Um, I know it's Winger. <laughs> That's so awful to say that I know it's Winger. I think it's Hungry by Winger. Oh, oh so close. Winger. Oh, you weren't supposed to give it out yet. Oh. Carissa had a guess. Well, she's probably going to get it wrong. Carissa? Yes? Go ahead. I don't know. All that headed for a heartbreak. Uh, they they do all sound the same. All right, Chris. is it headed for a heartbreak? Tommy got it right. Damn it's headed it. for a heartbreak. All right, we're gonna move on from Carissa because that wasn't much of a battle. She was wasting just wasted questions. God, women. <laughs> Don't hate on the women. It's all hard right. not to. All right, we'll go to Mariner. I remember Mariner yesterday saying that he could definitely beat Tommy Bateman. Mariner in Orlando. Did you know a lot of these? 
I knew every one of them. It'd be like taking candy from a baby. <laughs> uh, he does have baby hands, so I could understand that. Okay, so here... They hit really, really hard. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Mariner, you're going to get to go first. We'll give you ten seconds. I, I mean, seriously, you want to try, Matt? <laughs> well, remember the last one? She's got none. All right, do you know that one, Mariner? Uh, I'm going with Van Halen Jump. Yeah, that's shocker. All right, now let's. All right, let's play the next one for Tommy Bateman. He gets to go first. Tesla love song. Damn, beautiful. All right, we actually have a real battle here. All right, real quick, how old is Mariner? Thirty-five. Yeah, he's a little bit older, so he might have a better chance. Oh, cool. oh, now you're making it easy already. I'm saying he'll have a better chance than the average listener who will be crushed. Uh, all right, Mariner, here's your next one. I have no idea on that one. Mariner, do you uh, know what? You got me. I have no idea. Tommy, do you know that one? I don't know that one. I don't know the name. I am. I want to say Man of War. Uh, Man of War, Metal Warrior. All right, we can't give it to him though, can no, we? I have to get both. See, this is why. Uh, I but that was we that was have, close. We should have points. One point for the band and one point for the song. No, that's why I, I said no. That's what I was saying. But whatever. Right, I've never I've never even heard Man of War until someone at the old station <laughs> played them. All right, Man of War. Did you know what Man of War was, Mariner? I've heard of the band. I couldn't I couldn't name a song for. Not them. so good, are you? Uh, oh, go come ahead. on. All right, here's the next one for Tommy. <laughs> Straight for calling on you. Yeah, God. <laughs> How the hell did you know that? <laughs> Tommy in the back room flexing. Now, here's the thing, Mariner. By losing out on that man of war, you lost your advantage of going first. So you really right. got to pick up the game and hope that Tommy drops one. All right. All right, here's the next uh, 10 second clip uh, from Mariner in Orlando. Lay it down by Rat. Yep, there you go. Nice. We got. We got quite the battle. Now, here's the unfortunate thing, Mariner. Because you lost your lead or your advantage, if Tommy gets the next one correct, you lose. You lose, and you did not beat Bateman. Here we go. All right. Here we go, Tommy Bateman. This one's tough. Oh, I know it's Wasp. <laughs> so sad. I'm going to say, uh, what was that, Electric Circus? Oh. Uh, hold on, don't give it out. Mariner, do you have a guess? I think it's Wasp rocking in Texas. No. Nope. Oh, both wrong. all right, both wrong. Wasp, I want to be somebody. That should be the uh, heretic theme. No. Oh, please don't. No, well, we come, at 10 o'clock on Friday night, we come out with the Heretic Anthem from Slipknot, 10:15. Wasp, I want to be somebody. Oh. All right, so Mariner, you got the advantage back. Now's your chance to beat Bateman. Here's the next 10-second clip. Oh, come on. Oh, my God, it's Warrant, but, oh, man, son of a 
Oh, I can't, I can't think of the name of the song. Sorry, Mariner. I remember you on Skid Row. <laughs> yes. Oh, sorry, Mariner. Oh, broke man, the I, th- I thought that was a softball, too. Tommy. This is a great song. Skid Row is a great band. Now, here's the funny thing. All these sound the exact same to me. <laughs> uh, it's all the same, like... You mean hit after hit? Style <laughs> and everything. All right, how many do we have left? We have six left. All right, six left. So we can take another one. Right, we can go one more. Pedro in Dade City, you think you want... Realistically, you got a shot at this, or you, uh... <laughs> I got no shot, dude. All right, well, thank you, then. Thank you Let's for play against th- Pedro. No. <laughs> Matthew in Melbourne Beach, you think you have a legitimate shot against Bateman? Yes, I do. All right, All right. Matthew says that he has a shot. Here we go. Uh, Matthew, you will get the first ten seconds, then. Do you know it, Matthew? That was Poison, and I don't know the name of the song. Tommy Bateman, do you know it? Poison, talk dirty to me. Got it. All right, well, you almost came back with this earlier as a rejoiner, but then I thought this might be on there. Uh, Matthew, you lost the advantage. Tommy Bateman's up 1-0, first one to three wins. All right, here's the next 10-second clip for Tommy Betts. Fire ass, don't treat me bad. <laughs> Holy Christ. <laughs> Baby. All right, Matthew, you're down 2-0. It's oh. really going to take a miracle to come back, but we'll give you the next 10-second clip. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> you got it? Brat? No, I'm not sure. All right, Tommy Bateman, do you know it? Can I hear it again? No. No. I know it. Um. You obviously don't. Know no, it. I shut up. Hold on. <laughs> oh, I drunk it. Oh, All right, you know you lose that one. What was it? It's Quiet Riot, Metal Health. <laughs> Bang your head. Bang your head against that console, Tommy Bateman. All right, but now it's Tommy's shot. He gets he gets the next ten second clip. Cinderella night songs. No, 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 no. Wait. No, 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 no. Stop. I didn't, you already I said it. No, I didn't no, say no. final answer. You <laughs> yeah, didn't matter. say final answer. <laughs> the in Who Wants to Be a it's Millionaire. the album. No. Shh. Swear to God, I definitely. Matthew in Melbourne Beach, do you know this one? With a white snake headed for a heartbreak? No, it's no. Cinderella and Nobody's Fool, which I was getting oh. to, so some jackass cut me off. All right, Matthew, you get another 10 seconds. This is the song that got me into heavy metal. Obviously. <laughs> <laughs> that and Bon Jovi, you give love a bad name. Wow. I'm sorry. Uh, Matthew, you're still, you're still alive. Here's your 10-second clip. Out of way, Matthew. You're coming back. All right, Tommy Bateman. Last that, song. It, it's the last song? Last song. Yep. Tommy, I'll you better win. Bateman can get us right. You better win. Or we have a push. Got the last one right. <laughs> <laughs> All right, here we go. Scorpions. Winds of change. Yep. Tommy Bateman's the winner. Nobody beat Bateman tonight.
Congratulations, Tommy. How does he? What is this uh, lyrics here? Is it Donkey Park? What the hell is going on here? I don't know. I don't care. On the Donkey Park. So no one beat Tommy tonight. Are there okay. enough? Are there enough 80 metal songs to yeah. do it over yeah. again? Yeah, there's plenty. All right. Well, maybe we'll do it again another night. What was with whistling for a while in these songs? It's like 30 seconds of whistling in the mm-hmm. beginning of this. It just I had to cut all that out. It was just annoying. All right, there it was. The hideout door prize shutout. That means we got a lot more prizes that we need to give away before 11 o'clock. We'll do that. The Hideout Row Radio 104.1. All right, welcome back into the Hideout Row Radio 104.1. And congratulations to Orlando Resto in Orlando as he is now qualified. The next to last qualification for the Orlando Harley MSF Basic Rider course that you will be taking with me on uh, the 23rd through the 25th of January in the morning. I believe it's from 8 to 1 in the morning. And um, we draw the three winners from all the qualifications tomorrow. Hey, have them go through and get all the guesses. Right now we're taking your phone calls. Uh, since we didn't give out any prizes in the Hideout Door Prize uh, blowout, it was a shutout by Tommy Bateman and Beat by, Bateman. By the way, this is Cinderella Somebody Save Me, which uh, John Bon Jovi and Richie Sambora made a uh, cameo appearance in the video. Is this it, the it song was... that got you out of heavy metal? No. I actually knew how to play this on guitar quite well, I might add. And uh, Sam Kennison was supposed to make a cameo in it, but he backed out at the last minute. And uh, John Bon Jovi signed Cinderella to their contract. Um, <laughs> top five most powerful Nerd. celebrities. 407-916-1041-888-978-1041. And no, I don't drive a Trans Am for you asses on the IM. <laughs> I was going to ask that. Uh, Giant Brian wanted to know. A bug. An old school diesel. Hey, while we're, uh, while we're getting all... <laughs> I want to remind you, too, tomorrow's the debut of the Hideout uh, Happy Hour pre-party at Patty McGee's Irish American Bar with Chunks. From 6 to 8 o'clock, and it's the official Matt Albert meet and greet. It's F.A. and Dubs, Matt Albert here in the studio along with Deuce Chill Um It's a full liquor bar. Smokers are welcome. Drink specials from 6 to 8 while uh, Chunks and Matt Albert are there. Uh, Patty McGee's is at 2083 Aloma Avenue in Winter Park behind uh, the Mellow Mushroom. All right, prizes for the top five most powerful celebrities. Ladies first in the hideout. 407-916-1041-888-978-1041. If you can guess any of the top five, it'd be a winner. Start off with Stephanie and Lake Mary. Stephanie, what is your guess? Um, I'm guessing Oprah. Yeah, Oprah is number one. You are a winner. Congratulations, Stephanie. That's always a safe guess. It really is. Uh, uh, top paid, powerful. All right, here's how they're ranked. Okay, They're ranked on the amount of money that they make, how many press clippings that they have, and the amount of web hits that they get. So how much the press talks about them, how much they're searched on the internet, and uh, how much money they make. So the top I'll put into one formula. The top five. Uh, hey, Trunks, maybe you want to help out Gibbs with the phones and get the winners in the other phone bank over there. Um, top five celebrities. All right, top five most powerful celebrities. That's what it is. Uh, Matt and Rockledge, what's your guess, buddy? Angelina Jolie. She is not in the top five. Hey. Oh, I'm sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off. I didn't realize you had something else going on there. I want to blow through these phone calls. Uh, Chris, uh, what do you got, buddy? I got two. How about Brad Pitt and Barbara Streisand? No right. and no. No and no. They're not in the top five. 
Barbara Streisand, maybe in 78. Again, based on the amount of money that they make, mm-hmm. press clippings they have, and amount of web hits they get. And celebrities do include actors, actresses, uh, sporting people, uh, what, uh, musicians. I'll tell you this, records. I'm completely surprised by the list. Yeah. As I look at the list... Oprah's like the one that you know will be on there. The other, For the four, rest of them, the other four I wouldn't really guess, to be honest with you. Especially the two... I'll tell you this. There are two sports guys in there, mm-hmm. in the top five. And the two sports guys, there's no way I would have guessed. Uh, one of them I could say, okay, I could imagine he might be on there. Um, Let's go to Pedro in Tampa. What do you got, Pedro? Uh, Tom Hanks? No Tom Hanks. Mm-mm. Again, maybe in the late 90s. Stephanie, what do you have? Stephanie, ladies first in the hideout. What do you got, Stephanie? I say Britney Spears. She is not a top five powerful celebrity. In fact, she can't even uh, wrangle in that K-Fed of hers. She's not even the most powerful in her room. Hmm. Am I on this list after my triumphant performance? (laughs) I was actually a little disappointed. You got a few wrong that I didn't think you would. Especially that Cinderella song. Shut the hell up. I swear to God, I will kill you. Yeah, laugh it up. (laughs) Lacey, you have a guess for top five most powerful celebrities? I do. What is that, sweetie? Uh, My guess is Arnold Schwarzenegger. That is an outstanding guess. I think uh, since he's gone to the political realm, they've kind of taken him out of that. Okay. Because uh, political figures are not a a part of this list. He wasn't in, but that's a very good guess. I'd have picked it just for the political thing. Yeah, there's there's no political figures in this list. Let's go to Jimbo. You're next up in the hideout. What do you got, Jimbo? Uh, Tiger Woods. Actually, yes, Tiger Woods is number two. Yeah, Oprah Winfrey was number one. Tiger Woods number two on the top five uh, most powerful celebrity. All right, now here's the reason they hold on, Jimbo. You're gonna you're a winner. Hang tight. Here's the reason they say for Tiger Woods, his fourth title, uh, Masters title. He got married and another eighty million dollars from endorsements and appearance fees. Wow. Eighty million, and not even doing your craft. That's just uh, going out there selling a the product. So we have number one and two. I'm even wondering if we even come close to three through five. Maybe. All right. Should we give out hints? Sure. All right. Here's what I'm. I'll give you a hint. One's an actor. Mm-hmm. Best known for being an actor. One's best known for being a director. And one is an athlete. So we got uh, one of each on the list uh, the, to round out the top five. Actor, director, athlete. 407-916-1041, Let's go to Steven. Steven, what do you got, buddy? Michael Jordan. Uh, MJ, not on the list. However, mm-hmm. I'll tell you this, and I'll give more hints, because I don't even know if people will be able to get it. It is a basketball player. One of them left is a basketball player. And now that I think about it, how, now that I think about who the basketball player is, mm-hmm. I'm very surprised that MJ wouldn't be ahead of this basketball player. Oh, really? Still? Yeah. He's everywhere. I mean, he's his just... endorsements aren't what they used to be, though. I mean, he has his own, uh, you know, kind of corporation. Yeah, I guess going. this is for this year. Yeah. That's what I got to try to remember. Space Jam alone should have him at the top <laughs> of the list. All right, before let's any act- song, any, any movie that has a seal song no, attached to it. Yeah, that's R. Kelly. Let's take a break. Uh-huh. Uh, and uh, before we do, though, let's talk to our buddy Blackbean 
Daniel and Blackbeam out at Jesse Black Saloon. What's going on, What man? is going on? Hold on a second because I can't hear anything. <laughs> uh, uh, there we go. Ten- here. Tonight is bikini bull riding? Yes, sir. Bikini bull riding at its damn finest. It is 9:30. I have a damn buzz going, and it is packed as hell out here. I, I heard Russ. I heard you guys uh, chatting it up. I think it was yesterday. Russ worried about you and Daniel rolling in tomorrow morning Ooh. and just being useless. Uh, you're already buzzed now. It's 9:30. You got to be there until at least midnight. Now, FM, I have to tell you, I'm a soldier. Okay, <laughs> I, I've, I've been to the you're rodeo a couple times. You and, and you and uh, Kanye. And, uh, I've showed up a couple times. Maybe one hour. Maybe no sleep. Maybe still drunk. Uh, and my performance was not lacked, or at least I haven't. I didn't think you it was lacked. You don't remember being lacked, but you don't remember anything about it. You thought you were great. It's 11 o'clock, and I'm like, I need to go home and sleep. But you know, I get there, I'll drink, you know, three cups of coffee, uh, yell while I look at this a couple times, do a couple voices, and uh, do a call in, and I'm good. Um, now, uh, so you guys are at Jesse Black Saloon. That is yeah. at 30, uh, 333 Oak Ridge Road, in between Orange Blossom Show and Orange Avenue. Yeah. All right, what are the prizes? What is it, $500 in cash for the ladies who go out and compete? $500 cash money, and these are not some busted-ass girls. These are like hot-ass, coyote, ugly-type girls that get up there. They do dances on the bar. I mean, when I showed up, I was like, okay, it's going to be cool. It's a bar, this and that. And it is packed and hot-ass girls everywhere. I swear. I swear. As God is my witness. <laughs> it's, so, it's so loaded. You should. Have, oh yeah, I am. For the bull riding, you should have a big fat chick out there with horns on, and uh, the, the hot chicks have to ride her and try not to get bucked off. Yeah, that's what they're trying. That would be good for comedy people like us. But then there's like the crazy redneck like that's enough. I'm ready to come here. Uh, Daniel Blackbeard from the Monsters, the host in the bikini bull riding. Uh, it starts cool, at. Man, I can't hear you. It starts at ten. Free long necks and yeah. wells from ten until midnight. So it sounds like it's going to be a blast. Yes, sir. All right, Blackbeam. We'll check in with you later, brother. Thank right. you very much. I'll talk to y'all later. All right, Peace. go have fun, dude. Love that guy. So much fun. In the gateway? Uh, possibly. Mm. Love the monsters that much. It's a hideout row radio 104.1. All right, this will be the last segment that I'm looking for the top five. If you don't get it by the end of the segment, you don't get prizes. Aw. It's a hideout row radio 104.1. Top five most powerful celebrities. One's an actor. One's a director, one's an athlete. Yeah, we already got the top two. Uh, number one was Oprah Winfrey. Number two is Tiger Woods. We're looking uh, to round it out with the bottom three. Ranked on the amount of money they make, how many press clippings they have, and the amount of web hits that they get. Uh, ladies first in the hideout. Debbie, what do you have, Debbie? Uh, I want to say LeBron James. LeBron James I, is not in the top five. but not I a bad would, guess. I would even think, though, that he is more powerful than the person... Uh, than the basketball uh, athlete that was named in this. That is a good guess. Popeye though. Jones. <laughs> just uh, <laughs> just the org. <laughs> poor Popeye Jones. He did. He looked like he was straight out of Middle Earth. That poor <laughs> son of a bitch. <laughs> um, Todd, you're in the hideout. What's your guess, Todd? Hey, I have two guesses. All right, you only uh, take your guess. Your best one. Oh, okay, Steven Spielberg. That is an amazing guess. Not it's not no. right. <laughs> Sorry. Although Spielberg, I could say. Mm-hmm. Easily interchangeable with one of them. Samantha, ladies first in the hideout. What do you got, Sam? Mel Gibson. Mel Gibson is number three. Congratulations. Hold wow, on. Wow, how did you pull that one out? All right, here's what they say for Mel Gibson. Top five most powerful celebrities. Offering bulk discounts and DVDs to churches. 
is far from standard Hollywood marketing procedure, but it worked for Gibson. And after the underwhelming uh, re-release of His Passion of the Christ, they got doubly rich off of the video and DVD sales. So he is one of the top five most powerful celebrities, at least uh, currently. Mel Gibson. For this past year, basically. Yeah, essentially. 407-916-1041-888-978-1041. Let's go to uh, Jeremy. What do you got, Jeremy? Uh, Stephen King. Actually, no. Stephen King hasn't been relevant in a long time. Ever no. since he I got mean, hit by that car. He'll, has he even has anybody even made a movie out of any of his books lately? Usually no. they're on, uh, you know, like uh, USA. Dreamcatcher. That crappy movie with... Uh, well, that was like two years ago, wasn't it? I think it was three. It was yeah. Morgan Freeman, that mm. guy that went crazy and had the sex tape. Was, Jay- it? was it Jason Lee was in it, I think. Yeah. Good looking guy. Yeah, you love what? that guy. Why? Now, uh... What was it? What, what do you think his best movie was? I've only seen Dreamcatcher. Really? You haven't seen like It or Langoliers only, or? Uh, oh, I've seen Langoliers. Didn't really like it. How about uh, Misery? I, I believe Misery was his best movie. See, my mom looks like Kathy Bates. <laughs> the black. Tan. Yeah. And I just I can't watch that. It kind of scary. Right, what's I'm going a big on? Hold on a second. What's going on with the phones? Does you gotta look at this? There's craziness going on. This uh, this is crazy. It's like they ring and then they just go right offline. And like they go automatically to screening or something. It's really weird. Like some of them will ring, some of them won't. They'll automatically go to hold. People are getting dropped. Wow. What are you doing, Gibbs? When I pick it up, it's just a dial tone. Really? It lit. It has. It's gone insane. Great. Your big head screwed up the phones. You calling me a fathead? Pet Cemetery. Pet Cemetery, yes. Well, there's also Christine and It, I want to say. Yeah, it uh, It was okay. I like the book better. Did you see Christine with the car? Mm-hmm. Cujo. Mm-hmm. I loved Cujo. Oh, these phones are effed. Look at Gibbs just staring at it with a blank stare. <laughs> but just a big, fat, blank stare. Fathead. Go big. I figured Real it was something big. that I was doing, and then it kept doing it. Yeah, he just put down the phone, it. and he's literally been staring at it with his jaw open. Screw it. I like how Chunk's just st- sitting there, though. Like, somehow it's going to get fixed. Yeah, <laughs> not going back there trying to figure it Why out. Why don't you go see what's going on, executive producer? La- last time I ran back, you guys yelled at me and said that... Oh, I did uh, not yell at you. ...that I was being stupid for running back there. Hello, get a fat head. Wow. I'd like it if the producer would go check on these things. I'm giving them crap. Mm-hmm. All right, here are the Tommy top. Hates us. So for some reason, because the phones are broken. <laughs> <laughs> and now Tommy's yelling at Chokes to get out. It's already taken care of. If you don't remember, I seem to have trained you two years ago. <laughs> Ouch. Um. You don't think Tommy can handle it back there, Chunks? Is that what's going on? Hey, how's the show sound when he was gone? How's it going to sound tomorrow for the hour he's not here? All right, they're not, so they're not fixed, Tommy. <laughs> I know, I've paged the engineer. Oh. Well, good luck. <laughs> they it, got back to me last time. In that case, it won't ever happen. All right, we have some... They'll tell you to email San Antonio, and then uh, they'll get around to doing something about it. Maybe when they get done at the Riverwalk, <laughs> uh, they can come fix the phones. Yeah, I emailed help desk today about something that's busted, so it should be fixed in about... Uh, oh, by my birthday, February yeah. 10th. When we aren't even in the studio. Um, 
Uh, actually, someone who's listening in Kosovo online in the military has a guess for Ron Howard. All right, I'll go ahead and give you the last two since you're not going to be able to call in and get them. Um, I think we literally blew the phones up, Dubs. The show is that hot. We on blew the, the phones up. On the, uh, I don't know, the module back there where the phones plug into, I could just hear clicking, just like pop, 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 oh, no. pop, pop, pop. That can't be good. <laughs> Here's the great thing, though. We can do an entire show without phone calls. The Literally, the phone lines were popping. Clicking, baby, clicking. The show's clicking. Sounds great. Uh, number four, Thank George, you, Dan. George Lucas was number four on the top five most powerful celebrity list. Basically, they say because of uh, Revenge of the Sith, people lining up, also and, the DVDs. Yeah, he always uh, re-releases those DVDs. The and box the, set for four through six. The games, the uh, figures, all that stuff that he released with uh, Revenge of the Sith equals a big year for him. And number five, and this is the one that I didn't think anybody would get, although Burntrell technically got it on the Instant Messenger, um, even though he's listening up in Jersey. Shaquille O'Neal. Shaq Attack. Shaq Fu. Kazam. They've been showing that on TV Steel. lately. Yeah, I've, uh, I've, I have actually sat down and watched all of Kazam the other day. Oh. I've never seen Kazam. Oh. Oh. He was great oh. in Blue Chips. He and Anfernee. Yeah, that was pretty good. I can only get past, uh, I can only watch Steel. That's the only movie I could watch. What's Steel? I don't even remember uh, one. He was a superhero, and he had an armor, you know, bodysuit <laughs> made of steel, basically, and a sledgehammer that had magnets in it. So, that was great. And a pulse gun in the hammer. Kazam was great. I need to get clips from Kazam when him and the little white kid are rapping back and forth. They're having a battle. Oh, he had great rap CDs. Shaq Fu. I remember I bought the game Shaq Fu, yeah. and it came with a CD. I would listen to that thing over and over again like I thought it was great. Remember his uh, little collaboration with Onyx? <laughs> That's right. I forgot about that. <laughs> oh, God. Let's take a break and come back. It's the Hideout Rural Radio 104.1. All right, still coming up at uh, 10 o'clock, we'll do What's on the Web with Tommy Bateman. He takes a look around the Internet and plays some stuff back for us. 10-15 will be the final qualification. The final qualification for the MSF Basic Rider course at Orlando Harley-Davidson with me. And we'll draw the winner tomorrow during the 7 o'clock hour. And uh, we still have to uh, make the big announcement slash give the assignment for Matt Albert, <laughs> who has joined the hideout <laughs> here in the studio. Mm. So that should be a lot of fun. Dub, somebody... Oh, by the way, going back, I got this exchange between Bateman and Uber Dude. Who's a great guy, mm-hmm. great heretic. He's been sending me a lot of great, link, uh, good links lately and stuff like that. But um, I guess after Tommy won in the Hideout Door Prize shutout, beat Bateman with the 80s hair metal, Uber Dude says, Sir, may I be the first to congratulate you on your stunning victory? This will go in the newsletter. Ooh, there's a newsletter now. Team Bateman. Can I be a part? Of course. Nice. Yeah, you're not getting me this time. I don't want to be in in that one. <laughs> Good, because uh, you're not invited in. It's invitation only. That's not one that I want to be a part of. Daron, you want to be in? Uh, yeah, why not? Sure. Cool. You're in. Yeah. Daron is in? Yes. I'm not interested in Team Bateman. Um, so we got this, HeroBuilders.com. So we can make the, go- the dolls that we were talking about earlier. Awesome. And I was thinking, would it be awful... To make these and send them out as birthday gifts, like to our brothers and family. Yeah, birthday, and just Christmas. Kind of, 
and make them think, hey, this is how far we've come. They're Easter. making dolls about us in Orlando. Easter's right around the corner. Yeah, to celebrate the resurrection of Christ, here's a nice doll of Darone. Now, why did it have to be mine for Easter? <laughs> I don't know. Why? I don't believe in it. Yeah, what are you assuming? <laughs> Seriously. You don't believe in Christ? No. Oh. <laughs> 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 uh, I'm thinking, all right, that'd be a little self-absorbed, but nothing would top what Tom Cruise did for Katie Holmes' birthday. First of all, Katie Holmes turned 27. She looks a little bit more weather-beaten than that. Yeah, she's uh, she's put some miles on her. But here's what Cruise did. He gave his pregnant fiance a DVD comp, uh, compilation of every movie that he's acted in. Every movie that... Not that she didn't have access to those before, probably being over at his place. Now, here's the, here's the special kicker, though. Each was inscribed with a special handwritten love message to the future mother of his child, according to a British newspaper. What a douchebag. Even yeah. eyes wide shut? This is this is what's so funny. It's yeah, That's a good one. That's a great call of eyes wide shut. That's with Nicole Kidman. Ooh. The former wife. That's yeah. the sting. And they're, like, getting it on. I mean, I know they also were in, like, far and away together. But, um... Watch me with my ex-wife. Where you'll <laughs> Enjoy be soon. It. And that would be like Barry Bonds giving out home run balls to his chick, I guess. Like, yeah. here, you know, here my special home run... Or us handing mixtapes over to our chicks uh, on their birthdays, you know what I mean? Or here's a microphone I used for <laughs> two years. This is a great segment when Tommy Bateman shut out the listeners and beat Bateman. And he admitted that it was Winger that got him into uh, heavy metal. Cinderella and Bon Jovi. You listen to the show? <laughs> Nobody's fool. Get it right. Oh, that's right. <laughs> I did get it right. <laughs> Too slow. Too slow. Uh, so 407-916-1041-888-978-1041. Actually, uh, this uh, British paper has some of the, the uh, little things that he wrote in to Katie Holmes in each of the movies. Oh, really? Yeah, some of the messages. Uh, I guess in All the Right Moves, it said, I will never yell at you like I did my coach. <laughs> I won't do that to you. So that's his almost uh, yeah, his kinda, promise to her. Yeah, kinda, he kind of tied every little note in to the movie. All right, yeah, because there was a special inscribed handwritten message to the future mother of his child in each DVD of himself that he gave to her. Mm-hmm. So... Yeah, in Top Gun, uh, he wrote, If I find out the baby's Iceman's, you'll end up like Goose, bitch. All right, now that... I don't know if you... I think you could probably turn that into the cops, couldn't you? I mean, I think he's just kidding around. A little wacky world wordplay. He knows it's not Iceman's. Who knows? Maybe she was with Val Kilmer. <laughs> Lacey on the turnpike here in the hideout. What do you got, Lacey? I just wanted to remind you guys that um, Tom Cruise was also in Days of Thunder with, with Nicole mm-hmm. Kidman. All right, so they were in Days of Thunder together. Eyes Wide Shut. Eyes Wide Shut and Far and Away? Wow. wow. And it was so, only those three, I think. All right, but Katie Holmes gets to get all of those. Uh, oh, yeah, amazing. <laughs> thank you. Yeah, what a getting out Lacey. As a woman, how pissed would you be if that's what... Like, what is, do you have a dude, and what does he do for a living? Um, I'm a law student at the University of Florida. Oh, hot. All right, we got to hop on board that one. So you're probably not married then. No, uh, I'm not. Yeah. Well, that's like, though, if you were, if you ended up marrying another lawyer and he brings you home a torts book 
It oh, says, that sucks. Yeah, that would suck. Exactly. Thank you, Lacey. Um, all right, Matt Albert says, <laughs> why did I say that? I, it's so funny. That is such the habit for me. All right, here, Matt, you read it. Since Matt Albert says, you can say. Uh, I think I just ruined it. It doesn't even matter now. I can't believe I just did that. I'm in <laughs> such the habit of Matt Albert says. You're going to write me jokes just for me to say Matt Albert says. When you could just say it. Or you hold on to it. And just throw it in. Discreetly. Pig Knuckles in Orlando, you're in the hideout. What do you got, Pig Knuckles? That's hey, a... uh, yeah, hideout. Yo, dude. What about Vanilla Sky, where he dated Penelope Cruz for a while before he started going with Katie Holmes? I even forgot about that. So how many of his uh, co-stars does he bang then? And this seems like maybe the worst box set ever, if you think about yeah, it. Yeah, it's, uh, it's a photo album of all of his old chicks. Right. Yeah, that's a great hideout name. Maybe the best one ever, Pig Knuckles. <laughs> and in the... Uh... What he wrote in Rain Man was, please don't be harvesting a retard in that stomach. The only, the, it's only redeeming quality would be its ability to count toothpicks. So that was more of a request about the baby. Yeah, don't have it be retarded. 407-916-1041-888-978-1041. A lot of them are about the baby. I, I guess in Collateral, the special inscribed handwritten note was... Uh, that baby is your collateral. Hmm. A little uh, incentive, you know? It means that she always has a little stake in that money. Right. Here's your down payment on any future home that you have. It's right there growing inside you. Inside of Taps, it said, if you have a stillborn, play this movie in the background. What the hell? I don't know, I don't know how you inscribe that to your chick. Scott and Claremont, you're in the hideout. What do you got, Scott? I was going to say, it's probably real uncomfortable for Katie to watch uh, Tom Cruise with Rebecca DeMornay DeMornay in the subway in Risky Business. That was pretty hot. Oh, yeah. I mean, but now they weren't dating, though, were they? Or was that just a a scene? But that is a hot scene. That was a hot scene. No, you're right. So is when she kisses Pacey, though. So, I mean, he has to deal with that every day. (laughs) When that's on TNT. Yeah, UPN or whatever they... Played on at 9 a.m. on Saturdays. I Wild Hawk said, what's wrong with that gift? He says, I myself give loved ones uh, pocket lint and jars of my own urine. Mute Rob? (laughs) (laughs) Is that his screen name, Mute Rob? (laughs) No. No. Have you told him yet that you're living in Florida, your best friend in Maryland? Nah. (laughs) Talk to him today, though. (laughs) Still, you continue to talk to him. And you yet you uh, forget you uh, refuse to reveal that you're living in Florida now. Yeah, exactly. What's the point of telling him? Just you know, break make, his heart. Yeah, that's like Pacey moving away and not telling Dawson. Aww. How terrible was that? When they went on that uh, cruise, him and Katie Holmes. Mm. That was awful. All right, let's take a break, Dubs. Um, what's on the web? We ready for that? Yep. And then after what's on the web, we'll announce Matt Albert's assignment. And the big announcement for Matt Albert. Next on Real Radio 104.1. With Wednesday night in the hideout, Real Radio 104.1. 407 Star 104.1 on your singular wireless phone. It's Wednesday night, time for What's on the Web. 
Tommy Bateman, what did you find us online that you want to share with us this evening? And is it already on the hideout page on RealRadio.fm? Two of them are. There's three links tonight. They're, um, they're all kind of quick. But the first one I have, since last night, I guess, was the beginning of American Idol season 87 or whatever it is. <laughs> Uh, I guess Simon Cowell also does a show, and I don't know, I don't think this is the original, but there's some show called The X Factor, mm-hmm. and I believe it's basically just American Idol, but I guess it's English or something, and basically there's this guy who thinks he's the next Eminem, and he's this British guy, and he's just like the type of kid that, when you see him, you just want to punch him in the mouth, you just know he's a jackass and thinks he's better than he is. So this is him performing in front of Simon Cowell, Sharon Osbourne, and some other guy in the music biz who's big in uh, England. Why are you here out of interest? I've got the X Factor. Which is what? The X Factor is looks, personality, and the character. Talent. Okay. And talent. Okay. All right. We're going to find out. But anyways, what's the nut, man? How's your daughter? I know you probably hear this every day, but I'm your biggest fan. I even got the only guy to a scam. I've got a room full of posts and pics, man. I like to... Fat. Anyways, hope we get this man. Hit me back just to chat. Truly yours, the biggest fan. This is Stan. <laughs> One out of four. One out of four? You still got the confidence. Looks, personality, talent, no. <laughs> wow. Stephen, I mean, just awful, really. <laughs> just awful? Yeah, honestly. I can tell different. I can. <laughs> I can tell different by a lot of people. What do you think? I agree with him. It's, I'm speechless. <laughs> You're not talented at all at performing. You should find something else that you enjoy doing. Well, like Oh, my God. This is what they need on American Idol. Uh, Simon Cowell is the one that makes that show. They need three of them. Just like Sharon Osbourne, she's blunt. You know, they have a, all these people are just being very blunt. And I hate watching American Idol and seeing uh, Paula Abdul, you know, passing these people on just because she feels bad for them. Well, Randy Jackson thing. being an ass. That won't work in America, because in America, for some reason, we don't like we don't like to be too mean. Mm-hmm. We, we don't want to hurt to even it out. We don't want to hurt your feelings. Middle America can't watch people just being mean, and they also don't understand uh, Arrested Development for some reason. Yeah. Well, this guy's he's so good that he um, in this post interview he does a freestyle rap that I guess is supposed to diss the three judges okay since suddenly now they have no talent and this is just the awful the most awful thing i've ever heard in my life simon cow if it sees it it's nothing but a which <laughs> was you what you what you're down westlife they're okay <laughs> but you're an a- <laughs> you haven't you don't know about music sharon osborne's daughter kelly she's got more talent than a piece of on my shoe <laughs> All right, out of way to... Uh, Why wouldn't you say less talent? <laughs> ah. That makes no sense. He's uh, he's, he's the next M&M. Mm-hmm. Do you see that creativeness that he came up with right there on the he spot? He can flow. He's, uh, and the weird thing... That is, actually makes me long for Putin's rap. <laughs> oh, yeah, Putin oh, no. was much better. The uh, And the weird thing about that in that clip is there's actually some like fairly attractive girl standing next to him. I don't know if it's his girlfriend or his sister, but she's there like crying her eyes out like that he lost. It's probably his girlfriend. You know why? Clowns like that always, always... They can trick someone. ...get hot chicks. <laughs> Some chick with a low self-esteem that he constantly puts down... And talks about how great he is, and she believes it. She bought the hot... Can you play that first one over, where it's the three of them? I just love when, um, at the very end, 
when he just gets put down by Sharon Osbourne? I don't think so. I, I disagree. Uh, Tommy Bats with What's on the Web. I guess if you have uh, ideas of stuff, too, that you come across online, send it to Bateman. Bateman at WTKS.com. Also to include nude photos, uh, especially for your chick. 407-916-1041, Also want to remind you, too, tomorrow it's the beginning of the uh, Patty McGee's Hideout Happy Hour pre-party. It's uh, Chunks. Chunks is hosting the pre-party, and Matt Albert meet and greets, the first official one. All right, here we go. Uh, here one out of four. One out of four. You still got the confidence. Looks, personality, talent, no. Stephen, I mean, just awful, really. Just awful? Yeah, honestly. I've been so different. I have. <laughs> I've been so different by a lot of people. What do you think? I agree with him. It's, I'm speechless. You're not talented at all at performing. You should find something else that you enjoy doing. Well, whatever. It's just honesty. Right. Well, whatever. Is the girl in that clip crying? And do you think maybe she's crying because she realized she's going out with a loser? I, no, and it finally just kind of all comes together? Just clicked. <laughs> wow. Just her whole reality came crashing down around her. Oh, my God, he sucks. I'm with a complete <laughs> douche. Mm-hmm. She's like really crying her eyes out, and she's so like upset. And I don't know. It looked like he punched her the way she was crying. Probably did. He probably needed to take that uh, that Simon anger I out think, on her. I think he'd break his wrist if he hit anything. That's mm-hmm. that's the way this guy looks. Uh, I just want to punch him in the mouth. All right, what's what else is on the web? Uh, bets. Uh, you have to go to our website at realradio.fm and click on the hideout section, and then go to links and scroll down to what's on the web. There's I don't know. I always kind of dug her, but and and Matt brought her up yesterday. Lisa Loeb. Yeah, I guess she has some like new reality show coming out or something on really? E. I just noticed this link because it's in in this link she's uh, flashing her bra the whole time. Yeah, it's kind of sexy. I did see that one. It's kind of hot. Um, Lisa Loeb, while I admire her style in eyewear, I don't necessarily think that she's sexy. <laughs> no, <laughs> she's very hot. Yeah, she is. I like the cute nerdy look. Mm-hmm. Is that why you moved in? Yeah. <laughs> Put a wig on. Now that I finally know what's going on. Is there any audio with that one or no? There is, but it's just really, you just really want to see her in her bra, basically. All right, so that one is uh, on the uh, hideout page, realradio.fm, down at the bottom of the links on what's on the web. And quickly wrapping up, <laughs> I found this earlier today, and just going with the whole, you know, 80s metal theme, I found this really bad, awful band playing in front of about um, a field full of zero people. <laughs> <laughs> They're doing their cover version of The Final Countdown. By the by the band Europe. <laughs> uh, it sounds like they have that generic keyboard and somehow it they sounds like they're doing it off a kazoo. <laughs> Turn it up a little bit. Wait, wait till the singing starts, then it it really picks up there. I'm sure it does. <laughs> sounds like Zelda. <laughs> <laughs> Oh. 
<laughs> it's great with the music behind it. It's just so funny because this guy... It sounds like a Japanese guy singing it. <laughs> They're just walking back and... Actually, everybody in the band is standing completely still, but the singer is just moving like three feet left, three feet right, and there's just this open field of no one standing now, there Tom, watching. Tommy, uh, you played in a band before, right? Yes. Did you ever do a gig where like there's barely any people at it? Uh, one time. It was actually looked a lot like this place, actually. It was an outdoor event. We were, like, the first band on, and it was it was awful. Yeah, what is that like? I mean, because you still have to go up there and do your set, basically for no one. Basically, I'm just like, let's do one song and leave, because it's not really worth it. Right, yeah, you're just playing for the other bands and their girlfriends. Yeah, and that's always embarrassing. And you just got to think, too, Oh, though. wait, somebody just walked by the camera. <laughs> <laughs> and he kept walking. <laughs> I think it was one of their dads, actually. Just flipped it off and walked away. I'm waiting for Job to come out and do some magic. Oh, wow, guitar solo. <laughs> wow. All right. Look at him rocking the axe. That's what's on the web. I'll have, like a link up to the, I'll have a link up to that in just a second. Please do. It's the Hideout Row Radio 104.1. Coming up next on The Hideout. Check it all out on realradio.fm. While you're there on, on, online, uh, hereticshideout.com and her, uh, hideoutheretics.net. Be somebody there. Coming up next, the grand announcement from Matt Albert and his assignment. It's The Hideout Real Radio 104.1. Getting caller 7 right now for the last qualification for the... MSF Basic Rider Course at Orlando Harley-Davidson, and congratulations, we got it. Derek White of Orange City, you are a qualifier. Tomorrow during the 7 o'clock hour, we will pull the three winners who will be taking the course with me at Orlando Harley-Davidson. Congratulations to Derek White of Orange City, the last qualifier for the big contest, as um, the three winners will get everything that they need to take to the DMV. All the paperwork, all the testing, and if you complete the course too, you'll also get a one-day uh, rental of a Harley over at Orlando Harley-Davidson. So it's really badass, and you're taking the class with me. Very, very stoked about that. I was just looking into the photo section, Dubs, and I saw mm-hmm. the picture of By Curious BJ and his mom, who's your cousin from Fowlerville. Yeah, we talked to him last week about uh, a situation he had with his ex-girlfriend and the guy he's seeing now, and now he's stalking the guy that she is seeing now. Um, trying to figure out if he's good enough for his ex-girlfriend, I wanna who is a five. I want to see if we can get a hold of him after this. All right. But now it's time to make the big announcement. We are very excited, J-Dubs. Mm-hmm. We've had some great people in the in the history of the hideout that have come through uh, the hideout doors and have been a part of uh, this show. Maybe the best. I'll say it now. The best person to ever not get paid for this show and even in their time like you know tommy and chunks uh are getting paid but let's even include them because at some time at at some point (laughs) they weren't getting paid but the greatest person to have ever worked on the hideout other than you and me j-dubs will be coming down to florida making his central florida debut live in the hideout on friday night and he'll be here for the open door, the one and the only former intern, Sid Kato. Fat Baby's coming down. Fat Baby will be coming to town, hanging out the human pimple. Taking care of Ben now. 
will be Garfield. Garfield, the killer clown from outer space. Whatever name you call him, he's coming down. He will be, and I'm telling you, this kid is gold. I've already got so many ideas. The first one. He looks I, like a dirty nugget of gold. <laughs> I know that Tuttle owes us a stunt, the final stunt for the Hideout Fantasy Football League, mm-hmm. and the Helmet of Pain. And I saw a story. Let me see if I can Get find to work it. Work by nine. If I can find it real fast. Here we go. High-profile employee faces theft charges. This actually happened in Pinellas Park, where a city employee uh, who entices property owners, um, basically he's been accused of stealing an ex-boyfriend. I don't know if it's a he or she. It's a girl. It is a girl? A girl stole an uh, ex-boyfriend's cell phone, correct? Uh Uh-huh, and returned it covered in feces. Mm Mm-hmm. I say it's hot. Here's the idea that I have. It would be hot if she passed it. For Tuttle. Uh, Misfit Matt says he can get a hold of Cal Dunn. Mm-hmm. And I have an old cell phone. And I think what we ought to do is put the cell phone in the cow poo and give Tuttle like a certain amount of seconds to find it. Forever how many seconds he goes over and he can't find that cell phone in the cow poo, he has to do a cicada uh, rikishi face plant. Oh, oh, Jesus. A what? A rikishi face plant. If uh, you aren't familiar with wrestling, I'll show you. rikishi is a very large wrestler who uh, had a huge ass, and what one of his moves mm. would be, the guy would be sitting in the corner, and rikishi would run his big fat ass right into the guy's face. I thought that was Yokozuna. No, Yokozuna did a thing where you would uh, drop on him. The butt onto the chest. Yeah, Rikishi would put the butt on the face and start shaking it around. All right, what do you think of that? I like that. Ass chunks, he's taken one before. You took actually from Cicada. Yeah, that's... It's awful. I don't know oh. if it's the smell or the... No, he has... Seeing the zits coming at your face. Oh, man. He has the oddest scent to him as well. Yeah. It's like Copenhagen beer. <laughs> it's it's disgusting. Copenhagen beer and, and just fat and hate fat from sweat. And, and hate from his father. Yeah, I, <laughs> he has a son of pure racial discrimination coming off of his ass. Tuttle. Why 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 do I gotta poop number two? I it's just cow poo. It's not but human. It, yeah, but I I mean. I'm gonna eat it up a cow. I'm, I'm, I'm gonna be touching cow dung. It's gonna be great. You already look. You set the bar really high. Uh, drinking pisky. Yeah, but that that that's. Uh, <laughs> that was his. All right, you, a, you can bring in your own if you want to. I'd rather use my own. <laughs> that's fine. I don't know. That, uh, you've been have to collect for weeks though, and we just what? don't have that kind of time because we got to do it during the open door on Friday. This Friday. I, Here's what we're going to do. How many... Yeah, what? Go ahead, I'm sorry. How many seconds? Well, how much poo is going to be in the bag? Misfit Matt says he can bring however much we need. I think we're having... What is he, a collector? I think we have... Oh, he has animals. I'm imagining a a very large bucket. Maybe even a trough of poo. Yeah. And Mm. then we stick in the cell phone and... Talk slower. And Tuds has to find it. And for every second over... It's the Cicada Rikishi face plant. And who is this Cicada you talk of? He's the human pimple. Fat Baby. You know him as Fat Baby, a cigar sit on Ron and Fez. Killer clown. 
Now, now, one question: When do I have to pay off my stunt medley? Now, here's we're trying we're, we're trying to figure that out. We're uh, we're we're trying to get it done in a uh, nice big open area where we can uh, you know broadcast live and have a whole big I'm, thing. I'm even surrounded about around you, Tuttle. And actually, too, I'm even trying to get Tuttle compensated for it since he is doing 17 stunts. Yeah. So right. I'm working around that. Unfortunately, it's going through the third floor, so uh, you know it, it takes a while when it heads down there. Well, all right. Th- I've also got one more bone to pick, and, and, it, and it's about your uh, radio bottom chunks. Okay. Where does he get off loaning my property, my headphones, to other shows? What did he do? I heard about that. I heard that Jack from the Phillips file was in need of some headphones, and Chunks just basically said, here, you can have Tuttles. Why do you, Why couldn't Jack use yours? He weren't on the, uh, on the air at the same time. Uh, they were down in the car. So instead, you hand up, and Tuttle, how long have they been missing for? Uh, they were missing for three days. I couldn't be on the air for three days because I didn't have any headphones. That's a shame. All right, here's what we're going to do then. We're also going to put in headphones into the uh, trough of dung. And chunks will have to fish for those. No and, way! Uh, Come and, on! And then, I already stuck my hand in dung. And then when he finds it... What the hell kind of thing is I that going on? I already did out? it once before I, with the keys and it was human. After you find it, you have to wear them for the rest of the show. You have oh, to come wear on. for one segment. I didn't do anything wrong. Does that make you, it better, Tuds? You handed out someone else's property. Hey, I'm happy with that, man. Honestly, Chunks, dude, I, I I thought we were better than that, man. I thought you guys were best friends, you yeah, and Tuttle. I, I thought that you guys had something going. All those times, I don't, I don't go and tell. Shut up! I, I hate you. I'm sick of you, whiny little bitch. <laughs> all you do is whine all the time and call up and find me. ways and make up stories to get me in trouble. You ass. I want to say something else, but I can't. Hey, you know what? Hey, hey, what? That, yeah. Stop it, chunks. That doesn't do anybody any good, chunks. Always, he's always gonna find ways to make up some crazy ass story. No. I always hate what he he's calls. Not, he's not making it up. You handed out. You admitted to hanging out with his property. And I heard it on the file. Alright, so then you're gonna get punished. I didn't do anything! You handed out someone else's property. That's not right. You, Chunk, know, you might as well bit me over and gave it to me. Aw. Maybe we'll do that too. If yeah, if you talk nicely to me well. Alright. Tuttle I'll that out. We'll get it all worked out, I'll get on the phone, with Mr. Matt, and we'll see you Friday, buddy. Alright, bye. Tuttle through, coming through like a champ. I know Sid's going to love the face plant. <laughs> All right, here's the amount of seconds that we're giving Tuttle to find the phone. Two. Nice. Man, that's not bad. I mean, you're just reaching in and trying to pull it out. It's just, if you can get it in one grab, you've got it down in two. Right. It's just kind of like the double dare obstacle course, like finding the flag in a huge bucket. Right? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like uh, in, the, uh, in the tongue. Then you yeah. come out of a huge mouth. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> oh, by the way. Big oh, tongue slide. So that was the big announcement. Cicada's coming down. We're going to have a blast. I guess he'll be here Friday, I believe. And hey, I think he arrives around 5 p.m. All right, now see, here's the problem, that none of us can go get him. Yeah, that's kind of close up So to here's where Matt Albert's assignment comes in. <laughs> Matt Albert, <laughs> you will need to make the trek from... My apartment, our apartment in Orlando, up to or down to the airport and back before seven. I'm screwed. <laughs> <laughs> Why? 
Sir, I, I, I needed twice just to get from Hefe's to here. Yeah, he, Do you remember when I took you to the uh, airport? No. Well, you, <laughs> it was like 50 miles. And you took we like three lost. wrong turns. We ended up in Georgia. See, the most confusing part for me is not getting there, but once you actually get there, where to go to get to the passenger pickup area. Yeah, what, what uh, and we aren't, aren't going to tell you what airlines he's on. So, you're going to be uh, trying to wonder, oh, can I just I get raped? <laughs> can I just get raped real quick? Just, I'll let anybody do it. Lester Big Hands if he wants to. I'll take it all. <laughs> That guy's going to be in the parking lot when you this show's fish hook over. me all you want. All right, calm down. Because, you know, if you make that one wrong turn, you wind up right back out on the highway going the wrong now way. Now, let me give you a shortcut. You should take I-4 to 1792. <laughs> I'm moving to Frederick. And, uh, yeah. How do you take I-4 to 1792? It crosses. Oh. And right. then you go all the way down to the B-line, 528. And you take no, you're that just up. spitting out no, 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 no. letters to me. But, when, no you, but when you come back, take 528 to 417 to 408 to 4. Exit 90. Are you writing this down? They're good directions. Uh, <laughs> you're gonna, I'm going to cry in my car when I, on Friday. I never, <laughs> oh, I'm screwed. <laughs> I'm going to have to leave at noon. It's going to be great. What are the chances he's back before 8? What are the chances he's back before the open door? None. Now, we have a few limo guys listening to the show. It would be great if they volunteered to pick up Cicada. No, I'd rather have Matt do it. Okay. And it's Geo Metro. Yeah. You have a Geo Metro? The equivalent. Oh, Monster Protégé. 94, and it's pimped out. It's a good thing Matt has good eyesight since he'll be coming home when it's dark. <laughs> on I-4 on a Friday. I-5. God. <laughs> Do you want to leave now? <sighs> you should make a practice run tomorrow. Run. Uh, I'd get lost. That's the point. Yeah. It's never done anything yeah. that's been named run. Do you have a cell phone at least? No, I still haven't activated it. Is Mama bought him a cell phone? What, is it a prepay one? Yeah. Pay as, <laughs> pay as you, go. you go. But he can't figure out <laughs> Nice to it. break the stereotype, huh? <laughs> Did she give you a big give me some of cigarettes? <laughs> but he Anybody can't... scratch-offs? <laughs> he can't figure out how to turn it on. My baby's gonna be rich! <laughs> oh. <laughs> I hate Sam. Sam's Choice Macaroni and Cheese. Just Come on, all that. right, all right. That wasn't free reign for you just to go off on stereotypes. <laughs> Who were the numbers last night? Who were the numbers? <laughs> They're right there in front of you. Now, here's what's great. <laughs> Matt is going to be stewing over this for the next 40, about 44 hours until you pick up Cicada. You want to take the mini disc? all your money on online poker. Mini disc recorder with you? <laughs> yes. It's uh, not online poker. It's the ones that are at the uh, convenience stores. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I'll take the mini disc recorder. I'll be cursing the whole time. Have you talked to your buddy, I'm going to think of every Mexican joke I can think of <laughs> and just put the B word, the S word, and just string them together. Why is this my fault? This was Tommy's idea, dude. I don't think wasn't. so. Well, you're Mexican. It's always your fault. <laughs> now you're talking like a white man. Damn right. <laughs> Mighty white of you, my friend. I, what are you and uh, now that we're getting the comedy dumplings back together, Matt Albert and Cicada. Get some drinking done. 
like how that's what it is. I can't wait to take these two out after the open door. After the open door, we're going to have to fight we here. We, we stupid Sid in his uh, Dale Earnhardt shirt wearing <laughs> wearing tight Wrangler pants and like an red, ass. And his Redskins jacket <laughs> from 1991. It's Patrick Ramsey jersey. <laughs> it's going to be so much fun. Yeah, you do not want to... Our monk is God. I'm telling you now, you do not want to miss this open door. Jesus. You don't want to miss this open door, and you don't want to miss this after party. It is going to be a blast. It's going to get nasty. Do you guys have the beast on tap? (laughs) They told me not to drink anything but the beast and JD. Could you put some bacon in it? I could just see him drinking. Stirring it with a uh, uh, straw of bacon. Or even just a sausage link. Some chaw on his lip. That's what his fingers are. Yeah, can I get an empty bottle? I need a chaw bottle real quick. <laughs> I need something to spit in. Oh, yeah. Now, running into 7-Eleven and not buying the big gulp and just taking the cup <laughs> so that he can have a spit cup. Putting it in his pocket. He, he fits Sticking in. Sticking out of his mesh... mesh uh, uh, Redskins jacket. Those sausage legs of his. It's going to be so much fun. Can't tell if they're... The white Matt Albert. Both of them. Oh, here he is. Speaking of, uh, it's the greatest non-paid member of the hideout ever, Sidkeda. Sidkeda. Thank you very much. How are you? I'm doing great. Uh, so, we uh, we made the announcement. When are you going to be here? Friday. What time? Uh, my plane will land about 5 o'clock. <laughs> All right. So you'll probably uh, be out, ready to be picked up quarter after, 20 after. Are you, you're yeah. not checking any bags. I, I don't even think you're probably even bringing a change of clothes, are you? Uh, maybe one pair of underwear. Okay. He pair- just has a reversible NASCAR shirt, and he'll right. <laughs> keep on flipping that around. Oh. Um, Those all over is where it's the car just wrapping around his back. <laughs> uh, Sid. <laughs> Making a right turn around his rolls. <laughs> How long it left her? How, how long are you uh, gonna be down? Till Tuesday. I'm leaving back Tuesday. Okay, so you're, so be here for Monday night show and uh, Friday night show. Right. An entire weekend of drinking. Are you uh, yeah. are you allowed to drink yet? Has uh, the state of Virginia told you you can drink yet? Yeah, the probation is over. Nice. Oh, perfect. Yeah. So, so I plan on getting drunk and going to Nickelodeon Studios and touching some kids. No, you're oh, not. Shut, shut the hell up, you weirdo. All right, here's the other thing that's going to go Only on. Only the real small ones. Uh, so they can't fight back. Stop. Here's the the other... ones without teeth. Okay. <laughs> you get bit. Stop already. No evidence, my friend. All right. Now, Sid. Gums don't leave marks. Um, what flight are you coming in on? What what's the uh, what airlines? U.S. Airways. All right, so U.S. I think that's Terminal B, so that should help. We're giving Matt Albert the task of going to pick you up. So, <laughs> you know so much, I I hate to drive. Yeah, so it should work out really well, and you should be back by the end of the show. All right, but I want him wearing a hat and a sign that says Sidcata. <laughs> you should you should dress up. Uh, driving Miss Sid. I'll have some uh, white lipstick now, and some white Can I have a request here real quick, Hefe? Sure. I don't want to steal anything from Ron and Fest, but could I have you uh, sing a little of your uh, uh, Bachman-Turner Overdrive? Uh, when I get down there. Okay. All right, he'll sing it for the open door. Yeah, How about I'll, that? I'll save it for the live. Shirtless. And that's the other thing. We also got you lined up with, with a uh, stunt with Tuttle for Friday night. So you're all set up, buddy. Excellent. Where are you staying? Um, I plan on sleeping in Matt's bed. All right, I so, don't have a bed. So the spare room in my place on the floor. Oh, wow. You, uh, 
I think it's your uh, yeah your uh, your apartment's over the weight limit. I think it is. I, I call the inside of the spoon. <laughs> All right, Sid. You we'll are see, the spoon. We'll see you Friday. There is All no right. spoon. I hope you got a plunger, Hefe. Uh, <laughs> actually, I went out and bought one the last time Matt was down. So yes. Oh, this is gonna be a blast. All right, let's take a break and come back. It's the Hideout Row Radio 104.1. All right, reminding you, it's the Hideout Row Radio 104.1, funniest night show in America and the best nighttime entertainment in Orlando. And tomorrow is the debut of the Hideout Happy Hour pre-party with uh, Chunks and Matt Albert at, at Patty McGee's Irish American Bar, 2083 Aloma Avenue. In Winter Park behind the Mellow Mushroom. All kinds of drink specials, giving out prizes every 20 minutes. It's going to be a blast at Patty McGee's Irish American Bar. Do go hang out. Right, we just talked to our old intern, Sid Katie, who's coming down for Friday and Monday show. It's a redheaded hour. Now joining us in the hideout. I was looking at the photos on uh, the hideout page of RealRadio.fm of By Curious BJ and his mom. I believe there's pictures of Cicada on there, too, under the JFK pictures. Yeah, there are. Yeah. And I was just thinking, we need an update from By Curious BJ. Uh, reset the scene real fast, Dubs. What happened was uh, BJ had a girlfriend, broke up like six months ago. Since then, she started dating this other guy who only comes down, uh, I would say, once a week, bangs her, and heads back to Detroit. Andre, but he's what, from Amsterdam? <laughs> Andre from... Uh, He's Swedish, I think. No, he's Dutch. Dutch, Dutch. yeah. Andre, who's Dutch. Uh, uh, and BJ has suspicions about this guy that he may not be real, that he may not be a good guy, He uh, and he really is looking out for the better interest, I guess, of himself and uh, his ex-girlfriend. So he started looking up things about this guy, trying to figure out who he is, calling his work and uh, trying to find out where he lives. It was kind of a cliffhanger left at the end because he never really found out who he was or anything, so we're trying to call and get an update on it. And the other great thing about it, too, is... Um, His ex-girlfriend's a five out of ten? Yeah. <laughs> and they were walking around uh, essentially a super Walmart, a Meyer, uh, whenever he had his call in for 30 minutes. I guess just avoiding her. He was in the fruits and vegetables because I'm sure that pig wouldn't go there in the produce. <laughs> BJ. Yeah. BJ there? Yeah, I'm here. <laughs> I'm definitely here. What's wrong? What's the update, brother? Well, it's been nothing but good news. I'm uh, I'm over at her apartment right now. Have you hit it since we talked to you? Uh, just last night. How'd it go? Was it good? <laughs> yeah, but I, the whole time I kept thinking about what you guys were saying last time. Well, Andre being there? Some Dutch and, juice on her back. <laughs> and smelling that Dutch breath that she has? <laughs> No, but uh, do you think about that? Do you think about that? Together. Do you think about that? That while you're making out with her, like his dong was there, <laughs> where your chin's touching his uh, <laughs> boys were. <laughs> no, I try not to think about that too much. Well, you should. You actually, you probably should. You gave old Andre basically. That's what you did. Hey, um, so you guys are back together now? Is that what the thing is? That's that's right. We're, well, we're not like officially boyfriend girlfriend, but we're yeah, we're back together. You're just banging? All right. Uh, you, you described her as a five last time we talked to you. How tall is she? She's probably, I think she's five, six. Five, six? How much she weigh? Uh, probably a buck sixty. 
A buck sixty. Nah, she was a buck eighty last week. Nah, I think uh, she was a buck sixty last time. All right, so then what color is her hair? She got dark hair. She got brown hair, curly. Oh. Is she there now? She's here. Can we talk to her? No. Come Why? on, BJ. Hey, 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 one thing at a time. You guys are getting the update. All right, I'm gonna. I, I'm told that to follow through with that. I'm still trying to work my way back in. We'll help Not you. Back in yet? We will help you. No, you won't. I know. Hey, I know you guys. How you guys would would help me? I right, BJ. Now this is the same one that we caught you having phone sex with, right? That's right. And I'm still. She still talks about that to this day. Why? What is she? Let's say? talk to her about that. Let's reminisce. I don't tr- no, I, I don't trust you guys. BJ, you're gonna ruin it. What? What's the worst that we could do? She's already been with another man. Yeah, but she, if she knew I was talking about it to other people, she'd be so she'd be pissed. Tell her you only talk to her about it uh, in front of like a few thousand people. <laughs> no, I'm telling you, you're gonna get the, you're gonna get the, the exclusive, the exclusive first interview yeah. ever. But you're just gonna have to hold on a little bit. All right, when can you give us a date to when we can talk to her? I would say probably within within a week or two, easy. All right, so a week or two, we can finally talk to her about the whole scenario. Now. Absolutely. Now you're you're trying to keep this one, right? You want her back, and you want to keep her, right? Yeah, I'm I'm working on it. You're gonna Are marry you? her? Well, wait, I wouldn't. I don't know about that far, but we're, we're we'll see what happens. Are you bagging it? <laughs> Am I bagging it? Yeah. Are you uh, wearing a condom? I, well, I think for the until I <laughs> for, the, for the foreseeable future, sure. Who you, knows where Andre's been, huh? <laughs> you have been, but you have been wearing a condom. Yeah. All right, let me ask you this. Just and I just want you to think about this. All right. Okay. Um, have you given her oral? Uh, <laughs> yes, I have. In right. the it, since Andre's been there, I, I'm afraid so. You are. A sick oh, how does Belgian waffles taste? <laughs> oh, it's really uncomfortable. Have you guys seen the movie Hospital yet? Right, don't try to change the subject. Well, we can go right back. Let's just take a second. Yeah, yeah, I already saw. You the movie Hospital yet? Yeah. Well, I'm sitting next to her and we're watching this movie, and all of a sudden it just starts off right there in Amsterdam with all these Dutch guys running around. That's <laughs> so true. I look over at her and she just kind of looks at me. I was like, "Gosh darn it!" <laughs> you can say we're getting comfortable. Yeah. All right, sorry. Go ahead. All right, so uh, what's next, BJ? What's next as far as love goes? Oh well, like I said, we're gonna take this a little slow. And, and now we'll is she goes, is she still seeing Andre? What about Andre? Do, are, is she still seeing him? Is she still talking to him on the phone? No, she she broke up with him like two three days ago, and they haven't talked since. All right, so for two or three, so for seventy two hours they've been broken up, and you're pouncing. What was the last it, time he had sex? Accurate, with, an accurate statement. When was the last time he had sex with her? Last night. No, no he, he had sex with her. I don't know. I probably a couple weeks. So probably. 73 hours ago? He didn't come over last Thursday? No, no, he he, he backed out. I told you, he's always, always got an excuse why he can't come into town. I, now, what dirt did you end up finding on him? Well, I just found that he didn't, where he didn't work where he says he worked. He didn't go to school where he says he went to school. He didn't live where he says he lived. Nothing. Everything he said was a lie. Now, don't you wish she probably thought that was true about you? That you didn't live in Stockbridge, Michigan? <laughs> that you, your mom? That you weren't a wrestling coach in Fowlerville, Michigan? Well, hey, what's wrong with being a wrestling coach in Fowler, Michigan? If that's your only source of income, how much you making <laughs> off of that, BJ? Yeah, I just started my second. I just started my next semester at Eastern, so I'm I'm still going to school. How long have you been <laughs> in school? What, what are you, you doing? The ten year plan? 
Wait, 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 wait. Actually, you guys are going to get a kick out of this. You guys want to know what my schedule is? Okay. Sure. Okay, you guys will, will trust me. You guys will want to hear this. This is my schedule. I'm taking eight credit hours this semester. I'm only going part-time. I'm going to go full-time this summer. This right. Is, sure I've heard are. that every year from you. <laughs> Here we go. Red Cross First Aid. History and Foundation of Physical Education. And my third class is Methods of Teaching uh, Team Sports. That's actually a class? Oh, yeah. It's part of my physical education. Uh, I have to take <laughs> required class. BJ's going to be a, uh, a uh, gym teacher. Is that what you're going for? I'm, I'm actually going to be a health teacher. There you go. Huh, yeah, because you're, 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 you're a model of health. You, what, you, you were bulimic hey, in high school. You don't have to be a model of health up individual to teach it. You weigh a hundred. You like weigh 300 pounds, dude. Hey, that doesn't matter. For anybody to take you seriously, it should. If I, I had a health teacher that looked like you, I wouldn't take anything you said seriously. <laughs> I, I respect that, but hey... <laughs> That's Just all right. bad skin. I can lose. Hey, I can always lose weight. Oh boy. Yeah, but you, you, how you do it? You, you sit there, you throw up for three weeks, <laughs> lose the weight, and then six months later, you have it all back on. Hey, that 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 hey. thing was a one-time deal. Hey, let me ask you something. Years it, ago, it was a Dutch. It was a Dutch guy, right? That was banging your chick. Well, yeah, yeah, I got, yeah, Dutch. Do you feel sick every time you see clogs? <laughs> I haven't ran into a pair since, but I'm sure it'll come, I'll think about it. Has she I asked you it. to poo in wooden shoes for? <laughs> clogs. <laughs> you guys definitely keep me my toes. You guys bring some, you guys, you guys have definitely made me do some thinking. Alright, BJ. <laughs> But I tell you, you're gonna hey. be exclusive. You, y'all bring her on, and you guys can just nail her. Do you think she? Do you think he did the uh, meat windmill for? <laughs> just flapping that in front. I, I'm not gonna think about it, but I'm, I'm sure you guys will do that for me. All right, bro. He up? busted that damn all over her back. Okay. <laughs> it's the hideout. Thank, thank you, BJ. <laughs> Yeah, sorry, the update was a little was a little lame this week, but I'll I'll pull through next time. All right, just like uh, Andre did with your chick. <laughs> it's the Hideout Row Radio 104.1. All right, let's wrap it up on a Wednesday night. It's the Hideout Row Radio 104.1. 407 star one zero four one on your singular wireless phone. Hop on in if you want to be somebody before the Hideout ends tonight. Ryan and Casperry, what do you got, dude? What's up, dude? How are you guys doing? All right. Man, I tell you what, uh, after hearing BJ's dilemma there, um, mm. life doesn't seem so bad anymore. Dude, that guy has been in just human hell he just ever got, since he I've shambles. known him. Yeah, he really is. I love him, though. He's great. Uh, when, <laughs> when I when I grew up in Fallville, Michigan, I basically hung out with him almost every day. Sure. His house was so sad. None of the uh, no pieces of furniture in his house were the same. Uh, his uh, floor had bright green uh, old carpeting. His stairs, none of them were the same length. What the hell? Oh, it's possible. Lord. It was, and he he never wanted to leave his room to go. Well, you guys were uh, were pretty relentless with the uh, Dutch sausage there. <laughs> yeah, sorry about that. You got a similar situation? Well. <clears throat> Some, something too. I've, I've been with uh, I've been with who I've, my companion, if you will, not in the gay sense. My, it's actually mm. my wife uh, for like ten years, and I and I, I can't understand. I was hoping you could shed some light on it here briefly. On what is it about guys that we cannot seem 
to stay content and happy with the one we're with, and, and it just takes something to catch your eye. And next thing you know, it's like, well, I wonder what that's like. And, you know, you, I don't, I don't, I'm kind of caught up in a, a rock and a hard place because I'm getting Literally. pushed pretty hard with it, you know. Mm-hmm. But uh, I don't know, man. I want to see what your take is on that. Uh, well, I mean... Yeah, do what makes human nature. Yeah, and it's not that you just have to do what makes you happy. Even if you do what makes you happy, you're eventually going to be unhappy again. I mean, you've been with your wife for ten years. I mean, what's ten more? (laughs) No, I I don't totally agree with that. I mean, if he's lasted for that long, well, you can last longer than that. It's a terrible way to look at it. That's an awful way to look at it. You only get... Oh, so he should what? So he should divorce her and go for the next thing, and he'll be done with her in a a week? Absolutely. And they don't want to come crawling back to his wife, but he can't. That's a week of fun. Because she won't be interested anymore. I think if there is the the reasonable uh, want to still be with your wife, and you think you might go crawling back to her, you try to work it out. You You try for it, but if you have no reason... To want to be with her anymore, other than the fact that you just don't want to get like you're ashamed of getting divorced. But I think in in this guy's case, it seems like it's just a sexual thing. Go look at some porn. Go look at some porn, and you're fine. No, it's not always sexual. You honestly, people grow, they change, they're different people. It happens all the time. Got to make do with what you got. (laughs) Why? You get one chance at life. What are you going to sit there and be miserable? Being a first of all, you'll be miserable. And then by you being miserable, she's going to end up being miserable. And why can't people be happy with a good 10-year run? That's a long time. Yeah. Exactly. Think, man, we did a decade together. That was a blast. Because it's messed up to leave the girl after 10 years. What? She's not happy either. Because now she's got all this baggage and no one's interested in her. You don't think that he doesn't have baggage? He's not, not that he'll tell anyone about. Sure he has baggage. It, it seems like to me, I don't know, I've you know only been alive for 20 years, but it seems like it'd be a lot better to leave, you know, you've been with her 10 years it's better to leave happy instead of trying to go on and just hate her after a while yeah Yeah. words from a gay man good advice gives (laughs) clean your vag drone (laughs) you always come up the woman's side what's up with that someone has to defend them (laughs) yeah captain vag that's you coming to the rescue all right dubs let's uh Heard it first in the hideout. You ready to hit some of these? Sure. American, uh, Muslim Americans seek the por- uh, reporter's release. Uh, this is all about the um, the reporter, Jill Carroll, the freelancer that was uh, kidnapped, and that she's being held hostage. And I guess it's now down to less than 48 hours? Yeah. Because the rants, or basically the demand was... Make free all of the female Iraqi prisoners. And I believe there's eight of them. Otherwise she gets it. There's eight detainees. That are female. Mm-hmm. World powers offer $1.9 billion to fight the bird flu. Uh, seems unnecessary. Mm. Brown now says he deserves much of the blame. Former FEMA director Michael Brown said he deserved much of the blame for the government's failures after Hurricane Katrina. Agreed. I should have asked for the military sooner. I should have demanded the military sooner. Yep. He told a gathering of meteorologists at a ski resort in Sierra Nevada. <laughs> what an ass. He told a, ro- a room of guys with cocoa. Yeah, I, I kind of messed that one up. Oh, and uh, just to show you, I've opened up my own consulting firm on how to handle natural disasters. Well, you learn from your mistakes. I'm not going to write the guy off forever, but he, at least he's taking the blame for it. I was an idiot. Um, and the strike in Pakistan... They killed a lot of civilians, apparently also killed some Al-Qaeda militants. Or at least that's what they're saying now. 
It goes, uh, so these are just some of the things that are get hit up. Also, abortion battles play out state by state. Supreme Court, I guess, decided not to take up something, so they're going to keep it in the states. Good. Congratulations to Orlando Resto of uh, Orlando. He won the $50 gift certificate to Orlando Harley-Davidson. We've been getting you qualified for five days now. Tomorrow, we draw three winners to take the MSF Basic Rider course with me at Orlando Harley-Davidson. Um, the class will be the mornings of the 23rd through the 25th. And it will be three winners taking the class with me. Also, Dubs, reminder, Chunks and Matt Albert will probably not be here for the t- first two hours of the show tomorrow. They will be at Patty McGee's Irish American Bar for the Hideout Happy Hour pre-party. That happens from 6 to 8 o'clock. Patty McGee's, 2083 Aloma Avenue in Winter Park behind the Mellow Mushroom. you got drink specials. There's a full liquor bar. Smokers are welcome. Um, so make sure you come out to Patty uh, McGee's Irish American Bar tomorrow for the Hideout Happy Hour pre-party. Chunks and the official meet and greet for Matt Albert. Wake up with our buddies the Monsters in the morning. Shannon Burke Fit, Middays, Phillips File in the afternoon. And we will be back at 7. Don't be ashamed to entertain listening to the Hideout on Real Radio 104.1. Be somebody and always talk good. Funniest night show in America. Best nighttime entertainment in Orlando. Question authority and stay classy, Central Florida. We out, bitch. 5,000. 5,000. 5,000. 5,000. 5,000. I'm a transsexual. I'm a transsexual. No! I knew about you before you were even born. Love one another just as I love you. You're a whore. Admit it. Admit you're a big whore. Go ahead. I love you, and I have an exciting plan for your life. The mountains and the hills may crumble, but my love for you will never end. Your life matters so much to me. Fathead, go big, real big. Hello, get a fathead. You calling me a fathead? There are some things that people cannot do, but God can do anything. Radio Roadblock. Five thousand.